751. Dude, you all are fucking the worst, man. I sit there and like I'm yep. <laughs> in my everyday life. <laughs> I hear somebody say, why not? I'm like, why, <laughs> why not? not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Good Lord. It's Blackie. Barks a lot. Dude, we got great songs. Tony Tom. Tony Tom. Blackie, Blackie Barks a lot. Like, fuck. With some of the other ones. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Tony Tom. Tony Tom. No. You say it, we play. That's right. Not real radio. 67. DJ Mede is on the request line. Not real radio. 67. Coming up with the BBV guys. We went to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. Not real radio 67. All right, well, I wasn't live yet, so nobody heard any of that. Do you want me to go That's ahead and do fault. that? That's your fault. What time is it? I didn't know. It's 7.55. Oh, we got one minute. Time like a Tony time. Tony time. Tony time. Ain't no time like a Tony time. Tony time. I'm a bad motivator, man. <laughs> We're going to get to that in the second hour. What else we got? We got all kinds of crazy shit the second hour. It's going to be fun. Oh, at break, I did a mashup of uh, the WNCW. WNCW. Cheese and I's new wrestling federation. According to the insurance, okay. though, it's just cheeses, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yet I signed something, so now I'm responsible, too. So. What's man they got to say? That's coming up in the second hour. Who is Jackson Jackson? But first. Got Real Radio 67 with the PPV guys. Y'all started a minute early, by the way. Two of the three of the PPV guys. Ginger's out there drinking soul still, baby. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you did mention him. You broke your rule already. That's it, man. Get, no, I just don't want to. I don't even get out the intro and you already <laughs> talked about it. No, talking, don't start the intro a minute Mentioning early. him is fine. I just don't want to talk about the shit he's got to talk about. That's it. Right. Ooh. Yeah, we'll save that, save that for our show. <laughs> you don't want to do the whole show here. I don't want to beat his yeah. ass unless he's here. You know? Two-thirds so. of the show. Nice. That's it. Dude, JB, what's yes. up, man? You doing all right? Good to see you. Yeah, likewise. Good to be back. 2016. 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the eldest got a new look. Looks like a white supremacist now. <laughs> Just got, he's fresh off of the Lee Circle. <laughs> How you doing, man? You all right? I'm doing great, you man. You do. You got a new look. I said, man, I, 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 I got hair now. Yeah. Just to prove I could grow it still. and <laughs> It even has a style now. Before, you just had hair. It was like growing like a chia pet. Now you put the clippers <laughs> to it, and you like molded it into a kind of a Peaky Blinders thing. Yeah, right. Peaky like fucking You need blinders. some of that stuff that Cheese puts into his. What does Cheese put in his hair? I don't know. He doesn't tell me. I don't think you should try like, to do it like Like bro cream? Or? Yeah, it doesn't move very well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he puts like mousse? I guess. I don't know. I'm going to snoop next time. Yeah, snoop and let me know, man. I want to be just like Cheese no, when I grow don't. up. Deep cover on the incognito tip. Cheese actually approached me and actually asked me to do, a, do I guess, a one-off podcast with him. So You're wrong. We'll see how that goes. Oh, really? Oh, good. Oh, then you won't have to do it anymore. <laughs> so. Hope you can hook that shit up. <laughs> he wants to, what, he, what he told me he wants to do is uh, watch a movie, but when we watch the movie, oh, he, just wants yeah. to, he just wants to talk through the whole thing. He's seen Mystery <laughs> Science Theater one, two, three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Another original idea. <laughs> I don't think it's anything like, he doesn't want to watch like bad stuff, though. He wants to watch shit that was popular, you know, like, I guess when he and I were watching movies back in the day. You to make him watch Star Wars. No. Why? 
No, because I don't want to watch Star Wars with him. You know? Why? Because really? he's going to annoy the fucking fuck out of me. I well, know that's going to happen no matter what movie you watch. <laughs> no, Go I want to watch. His his suggestion was Summer School, and I think that's fantastic. Oh, that's I would, a great movie. I would love to watch Summer School with Cheese. I think that would and be talk awesome. talk over it? Oh, God, it'd be funny. I'd just like <laughs> to sit there and bullshit about it. It'd be which, a lot of fun. Which one is that? That's the one with Mark Harmon. He uh, plays a summer school oh, teacher, yeah. but he was a PE exactly. coach. That was a good movie. Yeah, it's funny. As I recall. Really funny. I was thinking you guys should watch something like Arena, which is a 80s wrestling movie set in space. There you go. That, that's a suggestion. Another one, too, man. I wouldn't mind watching some kung fu stuff with Cheese. He sent me several clips oh, yeah. of stuff that I should be watching. And watch it, scene, man. Man, that, no, I can't watch <laughs> it, man. I can't oh, do that. On. I can't do that, man. I'll break my own Cheese, role. if you're listening, it, man. Come I'm, stop by for an hour and watch some music. Yeah, he, sent me this, music instead. he sent me a video of this kung fu fight where a guy uses nothing but a belt, and he fucks this dude up. It's awesome. Really? So I have to maybe one watch that movie. But not with doing him, his homework or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not putting the garbage yeah. out on time. This guy have a mustache? Might have been my dad. <laughs> You're like, dad, damn. Oh, She's God, gonna... here we go. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Another incredible songwriter, my dad. <laughs> He's in a cover band just like the rest of us. Dude, I got to know, y'all don't seem tired. Y'all not tired tonight. Nope. No, that only man. happens on your show. <laughs> man, I'm telling you. I'm surprisingly awake, man. I've been playing music now for three days in a row, and it's all been kind of... It's been crazy, man. A lot of running and like that kind of... Those kind of times where you play that midday slot where you don't really get a lot of sleep and you have to haul ass over there and get everything set up. But, yeah. nah, man, I'm great, dude. I, I think good. Scott snacks on our souls right before we roll. Hey. Yeah. Well, you know, some people, <laughs> they call them, what, like energy vampires? Like, you could be feeling good and you're going in, you can't wait to talk about the movie, and then you, you see Scott and you talk to him, maybe you try to probably reduce that time, like, from when you arrive to when the show starts. That way you still got a little something. There you go. I, I have to say, man, I, 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 lo I love my ginger. I really do, but... The Easter egg, spoiler, he really does know how to kill your soul. He, he takes really out does. all my frills, though. When, it, when I <laughs> listen, when I had that conversation with him, he has now, like, so, it, for those of you who don't know, um, Scott does not like spoilers at all. He doesn't like watching trailers. He doesn't like any kind of spoilers. Dude, he doesn't like movies or TV yeah, series. Like, <laughs> he doesn't really like much. He likes Supergirl right. and My Little yeah, Pony, right? But, yes. But, <laughs> yes. But the thing with it is also is with Scott is that he came up with like subcategories of spoilers and Have what I? is the difference between a spoiler and an Easter, Easter egg? egg. Yeah, and I'm sitting that. here listening. and I'm like, yeah, we're going to be fighting in ten minutes. There's can... one thing I really agree with him on, and I can't believe it. I'm, I'm disappointed that he feels this way because that's the way I feel, and now I'm starting to question my feelings because of this. Uh, the trailers, that, the trailers trail are too long. They really are. Like before yeah. Guardians comes on last night. I was so bored of these trailers. They it was 30 you. minutes, too. Well, yeah. I mean, it was like a movie like with long Yeah, like trailers. three to four minutes each. I, I felt experienced like I watched the entire movie. Every fucking week. I go to the movies every week and sometimes twice a week, and it doesn't matter what movie it is. You could go see some little fucking indie movie. There's going to be 25 to 30 minutes of trailers, trailers before yeah. that movie. It's unbelievable. But here's what I will say about the Guardians trailers, because uh, I saw it with a friend of mine and his 10-year-old son. His 10-year-old son kept throwing his elbow into me and looking at me, nodding, going, yeah, we're going to see that movie, too. 
like, you're like kid, you elbow me one more time. You ain't even yeah, gonna see this one. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this is gonna be a busy summer. There's a lot of oh yeah, man. Right, there's a lot not, of movies. I'm, and I wasn't complaining though about the time from start of trailers to end of trailers. I didn't mind watching the trailers. It just felt like almost every trailer was so long. They give you kind of the entire plot. They give you scenes from it seemed like each act of the movie, and you kind of got yeah. the concept of the movie. It's like two and, a half, two and a half minutes, but when we get into Guardians, I have to say there's a lot of things in that movie that legitimately surprised me. Like, I saw oh, the cool. trailer, and I had kind of like a, a, an idea in my mind of how things were going to be, and it was totally different when I saw it play on screen, so that yes, was pretty cool. Agreed. Yeah. Really? All right. Yeah, when we get into, into Guardians, so... Well, I think we already did. I don't want to jump the gun. I think we already did. We, we can't... Goof on your new look for too long. <laughs> <laughs> JB always kind of looks the same. Like he yeah. doesn't go through a visual transformation. He's got his look. He just rocks with it. Yeah. Maybe it, put on a few terrible. extra pounds each time. Well, you yeah, tell him me. It's slow enough though that Fuck I don't you, notice. Me. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> got that one now. <laughs> He's on the show tonight, you know? <laughs> All you do is say, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, me. That buys you about three minutes until okay. he has another clip. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. If you do put on weight, though, JB, because that's what I was, I was enjoying yeah. talking about. There's you no, do it slowly, so I don't really notice. Uh, well, you're being very nice. The Elder's been like four people since I knew him. There's like these yeah. versions of him. <laughs> it Dude. really has. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a, a, a heavier version of myself right now. Jesus Christ. In the hair and now the, the I hear these hair. jeans. When I put these jeans on in the morning, they say, fuck you, me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I know. It's rough. Is all the rapid transformations in yourself like you looking for an identity? or? Oh, no, I have my identity. I, it I, it uh, just changes know. constantly. I, I just kind of change my look up a little bit. I get bored. You know, I'll grow a really long beard. I get fucking bored with it. I cut it off. You yeah, know? yeah. Grow a mustache and I'll grow my hair out. You know, I just get bored with it, and then eventually I'll be like, ah, fuck this. Just do you ever do something and you look in the mirror and you're like, that's not me? Now I'm like, I feel like I'm no. playing a character. Is this me? No, no, I'm the only one that has that weird shit. Yeah, I just you think yeah. that's odd? I get up in the morning, and most days it's kind of like, oh god, this fucking shit again. So yeah. right, you don't care what you look like. Yeah, it's like eight, eight to five is kind of how I now feel. I'm a that miserable way. old bastard with this goatee <laughs> thing. Yeah, right. Oh, fuck. I'm like the Mirror Mirror Elder from Star Trek, you know? What is so, that? I don't watch that. Uh, there was an episode called Mirror Mirror where the Star Trek crew, this is the original show, yeah, right. they go into a mirror universe and there's evil versions of themselves. Oh, that's cool. So Yeah, it was a very cool episode. It was revisited in some of the newer shows as time went on. So which one on. are you right now? The evil one or the good guy? No, I think I'm the good guy right yeah. now, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why he's full of Wong Tong soup. He's getting almost disappointingly better. (laughs) Yeah, right, huh? I I think I like the old one better. I'm a lot happier now, man. He is. Really? That's why I don't like it no more. Probably I liked it when you were miserable, only happy when you're shit faced giving CTGs. It was like, <laughs> I like the old Chris. I went, I went the bald one C- back. I forgot about CTGs. That bald, skinny guy that went through like. You know what CTGs are, huh? No idea. Dude, I, I hugged everybody when I was fucked up. Well, they would notice it like, look at him, he's going to hug all those women and shit. So look, I don't look. I'd, hu- I'd hug a girl or whatever and all that shit, and CT Jesus, Chris Tyree gropes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the funniest shit. We were shit. like, oh, it's getting late. The uh, the karaoke night's over. Here comes us. Here comes the CTGs. He's fucked up and he loves everybody. <laughs> you seem oh, happy love. then. 
yeah, man. <laughs> I'm very happy. So now man. you're happy sober. Yeah, yeah man. I'm, Even I'm, when you're sober, you're still happy. I, I have, man, I haven't got fucked up in a long time, come yeah. to think of it. It's been a while. He can get salty, yeah. though. Like, he can still get oh, yeah, I can do that. annoyed and pissed. But <laughs> he's just smart enough to avoid the topic. That's an option now for him conversationally. He goes, you know what? Don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, just Instead of going, slide. you know fucking what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to be that way. I'm, used I got to really be. opinionated. <laughs> 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 hey, Mr. Tyreed, I wanted to say hello. I just came for a moment. I miss you used to be. I, I'd, I'd rather go be with Tim Laddie because I like him young. It's no offense to you. It's just a preference. <laughs> I know that we're the same age, but you know what I mean? Have, have, you, have you finally had the opportunity to, to, to get in with Laddie? Has Laddie finally thrown it on you? I'm getting close. He, he let me touch him once. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go, dude. Oh, good, good. Is that him? He's on the phone? Who is that? All right, you speak. Go sit right. down. Drink, drink in, go. sure. All right, well, anyway, it's been good seeing you guys. Hey, John, y'all have a good one. I right, used you, too. She knew your name. It's, it's a win for me. I think she uh, thinks you're younger than us. Oh. Awesome. And Laddie, even maybe. So, where did y'all go see Guardians too? Eh? I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy down to Bayou. What? Yep. That Bayou. I went Is down to Bayou. Driving? <laughs> went, I went, <laughs> no, they have an AMC theater. Oh, so, they do. Yeah, we went down there, and they had a. Uh, they don't have the 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 theater that that horrible theater over at Elmwood. But I mean, we saw it in standard, and I mean, it was uh, oh. it was good. I saw it Dolby. I'll, yeah, I'll get my chance to see it in Dolby. Dolby. I, I, I have to do the mom review Instead of, of Guardians popcorn, too, so. Do they sell them uh, like dried up shrimp? No, they sell boudin balls, dude. Oh, whoa. Of, yeah. boudin balls. Sure. Instead of fucking I tell you what, if they get them dried up shrimp, I'll probably drive there. I don't know what those things are, but for some really? reason I like them. Dude, yeah. those, those fuckers. like you shouldn't be eating them. I tell you, man, going down to Bayou, it is the truth. Their ethnic restaurants, like if you go try to eat Chinese or like Mexican or something like mm-hmm. that, it is the most horrible shit you've ever eaten. <laughs> That's but, racist. But, <laughs> motherfuckers an ace. <laughs> you eat anything seafood, though? Mm-hmm. Bomb, dude. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get any better than that, man. They got it together. It's yeah. awesome. All right, so you watched it in... Uh I did, too. Shitty quality. You saw it in Dolby, so Damn you right. actually got to experience it for what it is. Yes. You, <laughs> you seen it. The fucking shit. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Trailers, though. I thought it was cool. I like that. Uh, they get that movie with the two kids that go into space. Oh yeah, um, Valerian. Yeah, and yeah. it's the, the director of. Um, yeah, it's a director of the Fifth Element and yeah. um, La yeah. Femme Nikita. That's all Luc Besson. That movie from looked, France. It looked great. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked fucking it intense. Looked- it looked really good. And then they had the Beatles song playing over it. I'm like, mm-hmm. holy crap, dude! You didn't like it? Oh, dude! All you had to do was tell me. Guy who directed Fifth Element, right. and, and I'm in. It's the same thing with Ghost in the Shell. I didn't care if that movie sucked. It didn't. But I didn't care if that movie sucked. I was in it just for the visual experience, and that movie, Valerian, looks fucking awesome. But also I can't wait to intriguing see enough. I'm oh, like, yeah, dude, I kind of want to see this. It was one of those long-ass trailers that when it was over, I went, hey, I want two hours of that. Yeah. Although there... There's an Avatar-like quality to it. The 3D people, they look sort of like albino versions of the Avatar people. That's pretty racist, JB. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Dude. I don't know. That was a little low. Don't get me started. <laughs> Do not get me started. So you're saying they're whitewashing the, the aliens from Avatar? <laughs> yes. 
Should have got blue aliens for this role. <laughs> They're whitewashing the Avatar. They did. They whitewashed Avatar. God damn white people think every alien's got to be white. That, I know. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. But yeah. you, is that a bad thing? No, I mean, you watch it. You want to see more of this movie, oh, right? Without question, yeah. It looks right. great. But, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. In Avatar, you can tell that they're 3D animated characters. They... I, and, Oh, you it were talking beautiful. about the quality of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it just it, it was obvious CGI. I, well, one thought, and I could be possibly totally wrong, as usual, but I was thinking the other day of, of that, and then when I thought I, oh, it was when that guy shot the dude like live on Facebook or whatever, and it looked so fake, and the things that I'm seeing now are real look fake because they don't look like it would look in the movies, like Hollywood, because yeah, we're yeah. getting to see a lot more things that you wouldn't have been able to see ever. You know, the yeah. news wasn't going to put that on TV, and they're not going to. Yeah. But uh, so it's almost like our vision of murder and people getting killed. We, you envision it like you're seeing it in the movies. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that way. A at weird all. tire round of it. Something so unbelievable, like an alien or a spacecraft coming to Earth. When you look at it in the movie, sometimes you're like, it looks fake. But if it happened in real life and you saw it on a cell phone video, it's going to look even faker. Like, I think Hollywood is getting to the point, even the mid-grade graphics, that it's going to look odd to you because it's so unbelievable to see. There was always, there was always, I'm sorry, there was always the argument of people saying that, you know, violent movies and violent video games drive kids to do violent acts. I disagree with that, but I will agree that these forms of media desensitize people to violence you just said it yourself we have this stylistic view of violence and when you watch it happen for real it's almost like well fuck that was disappointing what a horrible director yeah i mean <laughs> dude didn't it, even get a good camera angle. Yeah. i mean the only thing that i've ever seen on a video that blew my mind to the point to where i was like holy fuck is this guy Bud Dwyer that Hey Man yeah. My Shot is based on. You go yeah. watch that video of that guy assassinating himself. That's fucking brutal, man. Yeah. I mean, that's like even Hollywood can't make that shit look the way it looked. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, dude, it, it's it's crazy, man. It, it's weird because I was gonna cite that the the Bud Dwyer. Have you seen it? Uh -huh. Okay. I mean, what's really bizarre about it? We actually used that, the audio in a remake of that song, Bay right and I. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, well, uh, yeah, tragedy plus time, right? But what's weird about it is that it really is not cinematic until, I guess, about 20 seconds later when he's on the ground, and it literally looks like he's deflating with blood pouring out of him, out of his nose and mouth. Like, that isn't what you see in the movies. It's Unless fountains it's of blood when it happens. Right. Yeah, exactly. Fountains of blood happening. It would hit an artery and shot. Right. Or yeah. just a graze, and it would just be like, you know, half a gallon of blood spattering on the wall. Oh, man. And... All right. You know? Dude, we, we took a weird ride to get here. But that was yeah. last week's Weird World because it's a very weird, weird, weird world. world. It is a weird, weird world. world. It's weird. Any other trailers stuck out to y'all? Oh, Alien Covenant, man. I'm in. I'm yeah. totally in. I, I, I love mm -hmm. Prometheus. I, I mean, I guess it can be argued that it's weak in the series due to like characters and things. But, man, the beauty of that movie, man, God, it's it's cinematically beautiful. I think this movie's going to be fucking great. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm uh, with you. Uh, I, I can't even believe I'm admitting this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. I might go and see the new Transformers movie. Oh, really? After that trailer? <laughs> well, uh, well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I deserve that. Because but, it was a good trailer? Uh, it's, it's interesting to me in that it's almost dark to a fault, and I know that a lot of Transformers fans were really upset by the animated movie that came out. Maybe. And it seems like that's what Michael Bay is trying to do. I mean, it looks like he kills Bumblebee. And I'm like, that's... I, I, I'm interested. Michael Bay is Zack Snyder at 14 years old. On lots of Mountain Dew. On lots of fucking Mountain Dew. He is a horrible <laughs> storyteller. But man, visually, that yeah, motherfucker has something, man. Like, that I mean, looks real. I, you know, compared to Valerian, which looks... And, and listen... It doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, a lot of the Pixar stuff looks like 3D animation, but it's still effective filmmaking. So I don't mean to say that it's shit. I just think that if robots came and could transform into other things, it would look almost exactly like the Transformers films, because I know he obsesses on that kind of detail. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. He's a visual master, as is Zack Snyder. They're just not good storytellers. That's their thing. I mean, like you... Zack Snyder, I mean, even other directors who have directed the Marvel Fair. I mean, look at Joss Whedon, who is like one of the main guys that brought this Marvel shit to the forefront. He even said, he said, man, DC's movies visually kick Marvel's ass. Visually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Storytelling, though, it's not, it's it's really not good. You know, and I mean, I, I think it's visually impressive. but damn. Yeah, And it is the medium. Yeah. So it's kind of like those movies... You're doing yourself disjustice as to not go see it at the at the theater. Ah, mm-hmm. but if it's not a good story, you then, get bored. Yeah, you do quick. I yeah. th- that's how most of these trailers have me. Like the Mummy, I'm bored of it. I don't want to yeah, watch two hours of that. I was bored at the yeah. end of the trailer. Like it looked cool. It had its moments that you're like, yeah, they put some some money and effort into it, but I don't want to go watch it for two hours. That Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. People watch these things. I love the first one. I thought yeah. the first one was they're fantastic. They're on like five now, right? Yeah. They're trying to break Fast and yeah. the Furious uh, record or something? Well, like, the, yeah. this is going to be the last one, and the critics have said that, the critics that have pre-screened the new Pirates movie, they say it is as good, it's... As entertaining? It's as entertaining as the first one. It's more online. It's like, if you were to watch this series, watch the beginning and the end and miss everything in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Johnny Depp is, is you know, I mean, that guy's a transformative actor, man. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's kind of at the real dip in his career. But, I mean, that, that first Pirates movie is something special, man. It's really good. Yeah. Really good. Like and, and the trailer had a lot of, a lot more humor than the other three movies combined. Did they give you guys Part a sneak preview four. of the movie before? Yeah, you watched Guardians? the whole thing where he's bailing water out the boat. Yeah, did yeah. They, they, yeah, yeah. They gave you like a special look or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw that. Even the director came up and told you, "We're about to show you this." Like, I felt so <laughs> yeah. lucky, and then I got halfway into it. I'm like, "All right, I'm fucking bored." I thought the horologist line was really funny. That, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. I I was like, this is the first time I felt that it's close to as entertaining as the first one. Because the other three are awful. I mean, I, I didn't yeah. even finish Land's End or World's End. World's End. I couldn't get through it. 
I saw the first one. I saw the trilogy, the first three, and the second one was horrible. Yes. The third one I was hoping was going to be better, but it was horrible, and I've missed everything since then. Man. I didn't even see the last one. Well, talking about it, it's about as exciting as watching a trailer. Well, the horologist <laughs> line, I'll just end with this. It's not as funny as Deadpool because everything Deadpool does is funny. So. It, hilarious. Yeah, exactly. And everything Joe Rogan hears is amazing. If you listen to Joe Rogan out, out there, like, start keeping track of how many things he's amazed by. Everything fucking people tell him, he's absolutely amazed. If it's you're into fun. music, though, and, and just art in general, I highly, I highly recommend Joe Rogan's latest two episodes. He did one with amazing. Guy Ritchie. It's amazing. And he did one with um, Shirley Manson of Garbage. And they're oh, great. Sweet. Great interviews. Wonderful awesome. interviews. Check it out. So All right, I like it when he has comedians on and he calls them on their bullshit. Yeah. When he gets confrontational, he's just as entertaining. As yeah. a matter of fact, more so. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So what you're saying is, this is amazing. All right, trailers end. The movie starts. We get an opening. How do we want to do this? Uh, fuck this. I don't know. I don't want to go through the whole movie. I don't, I don't think we should try to spoil anything. Right? I mean, oh, we're going to talk about this no, thing. Fuck like. it. Let's spoil it, man. No. Why would you oh, want to do that? Because I want to yeah. talk. I, man, I want to talk about the shit I really liked and disliked. All yeah. right. Well, yeah, let's see man. if this will get us to some of those opinions. I'm, okay. I want to start off. Best performance by an actor. Who was your favorite character if you had to pick one? Ooh. Um, it's an ensemble piece. That's a hard. Man, I would say that for me, man. It's it's a draw between Michael Michael Rooker, uh, Yondu and uh, and Drax the Destroyer, but man Yondu man he was Michael Rooker was just fucking fantastic in this movie. He I, was really good, man. I'm gonna totally agree with Chris only because I didn't see Yondu as an effective story coming at all. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then. What like happens I, I, happens, and it's like, wait, you, you invested all of that into this movie, and then it's gone. Oh, what you mean? But the that character? was ballsy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because uh, I I thought he got killed when uh, Chick shot his yeah knocked his mohawk off. off. Yeah. I, I thought he was dead, <laughs> and then he was alive, and then there was the shot that suggested that they were the new guardians. Right. They had a lot of in depth family shit. I think that's why they that boosted the him up because it was like, man, here's the dude's dad, and then now here's his stepdad, and who is he looking up to, and oh, who's telling oh. the truth? Like, I, that shit got confused. I'm like, oh, boy, that's the stuff I veer it's away from in real life. <laughs> like, get the fucking dancing goddamn plant back up here. They're <laughs> talking about issues. This movie is another shining example of why James Gunn is the fucking shit. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Because after that first movie, there was a lot of fan stuff to where everybody said... Yondu is going to turn out to be Peter Quill's father. And he used that as a wink, nudge joke in the movie and dovetailed it to where Yondu really was his father yeah. the whole well, time. No, he was which his was, dad. He was his dad. And it was it was fucking great. Oh, really, yeah. really good. I'll stick with Gun for a little while. And it's like, man, the storytelling, for one. But then just the scenes, like you know, how you get uh, I hear Tarantino get slack all the time of he don't make movies, he just makes great scenes and then plugs them together. Well, I almost feel like James Gunn did that. Like there was distinctful, here's this scene, and then things happen and, and jokes are made, and then you know it almost felt like you went to another, you know, he just strung together great scenes, like each little act and each thing that happened, like segment was really good. So they had some kind of comedy, some kind of action, and then some kind of uh, advancing the storyline through. And it's like, man, he's 
the complete opposite from Zack Snyder. He is a visual, like just adept man. You look everything in that movie looks so beautiful. Yes. The thing that impressed me the most were they weren't really the antagonist of the movie, which the trailer leads you to believe. Mm-hmm. The uh, gold, the gold people. That, yeah, they that's some awesome. of my favorite. Just their makeup and the contact lenses yep. and the way their hair was dyed. I mean. I'm sitting there looking at them on the screen. I'm like, man, this is incredible what they did just to achieve an effects makeup, CGI. I mean, the stuff in there is so goofy, but so cool, man. Yes. I mean, he's just a he's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Allie, did you have a favorite character? It's got to be fucking Drax, bro. Yeah, I'm going with oh, Drax, man. too. I love Baby Groot so much, but man, <laughs> Drax is so funny. Hey, Mayday. I You're really, the outsider. Mayday's never seen one. Yeah. So this was a what? brand new experience yeah. for First him. one's great. No, I, 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 have, I have issues with movies. He apparently. owns a blue shirt, but not a Blu-ray player. <laughs> weird. Oh, yeah. Hey, Colin. It's a okay, weird yeah. world. Weird. It is. Mayday, I, really, I will gladly I, loan really you Guardians weird. 1. Nice. It's a great Thank movie. You, Better I have it on, eight, it. on fucking 8-track. VCR. I really liked visually the sister. The one that was half robot. Gamora? Yeah. No, 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 no you're talking about Nebula. Yeah. Nebula with the blue oh, skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that said was, the sister. Yeah. I thought maybe oh, it was Oh, uh, the green one. More. No, no, no. Um, I really like visually how she looked. I thought really? they did a good job kind of combining the two. Mm-hmm. It was kind of futuristic, but like, again, too, kind of they touched on the ghost in the shell where you're half human, half robot kind of thing. That was kind of intriguing for me. Right. I like that, but uh, I really like the raccoon. He was pretty funny. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's great. He's even more like he's an even bigger deal in the first movie. You actually feel that's bad. what you I was feel about bad to say. Really? All right. Yeah, if you liked him in this one, you yeah. fucking love one because it's. I felt All it was right. a little more rocket driven. Right. right. But, but makes the sister, them, the sister uh, was incredible. Uh, I, I, the, I've got to give it up. Like the actress's uh, name is Karen Gilliam. Yeah. Well, she was sort of uh, kind of a fill in the blank villain in the first movie. Uh-huh. They really fleshed her out and sold me on her. As they did with Gamora. Gamora was a little light in the first movie, but yeah. she got a lot more action in this well, movie. She's banging the, the star, man. <laughs> yeah. well, banging yet. the star. The, the main yeah, characters became uh, a love. Star Lord's oh, yeah. Oh, love okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. They were kind of a little, but I felt plot wise. They were kind of light. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I felt <laughs> they were light on her and plot in the first movie. I think in this one, they gave her more to do, even beyond the Star Lord love affair. I mean, she had a lot of baggage with the Nebula character, and they developed a lot them of that SLGs. shit. SLGs. <laughs> yeah, right. The Star Lord groups, boy. Lots of touching. Yeah. PQGs. Yeah. I think Peter you're right. <laughs> Drax was my favorite by far. I liked. I really did dig the gold people. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I liked man. them, but I don't know who they are or their name. It didn't matter to me. I thought the chick was really cool, especially after you watch her kind of go through her changes. Like when she arrives, you see her in a natural big throne that she's in, which was cool. And then when she goes and, and gets uh, your boy, Yondu, yeah. and she's walking on the little the blue the carpet. Thing. Yeah, she looked a different way. Oh, yeah. That looked cool. And at the end, she's all fucked up and exhausted. Her hair's all out and shit. I'm like, eh, it just looked neat how they did it. Each step it's of more her real. character. The, em- the empath al- also surprised me because she seemed like a one-note gag. Was great, she was great, They really did a great job Mantis. making her. Yeah, her. Mantis was fantastic. Yeah. To watch Surprise. her and Drax communicate together, yeah. it was like two very socially awkward people like having interaction, and then you see at the end it works somehow, and it was really fucking funny. Their interaction yeah. and their characters working together was great. 
it's it's kind of a punchline in a lot of movies, especially like in movies like Fast and the Furious, where they sit there and they bang on the chest of, you know, this is a movie about family. This movie is a movie about family, and it is the ultimate definition of the dysfunctional family. They all yep. love one another, but they're fucking jerks to each other. Well, they all and, have serious problems, like yeah, character right. flaws. Yeah, and, and, and it's, that's what I thought was great for the in the first one. When I was like, man, he developed characters. He took, and you would say these are shit characters. These are not great characters. Yeah. Like if you were gonna be a a director and you you get you know Marvel comes down and hands you your characters, you gotta be like, oh, I got a fucking tree man. Uh, a talking yeah. raccoon, Han Solo, yeah. and like you know, and and assassin chick, and like a fucking professional wrestler. Right, it would yeah. been so easy for him to destroy this movie. And then if you look at the actors in it, fuck, I don't think any of these people in the movie, any of these actors, would be this good in anything else. It's like the combination yeah. of them plus the writing and the visual style yeah. makes all these characters seem like they're so great. Like, this is the best, Vin Diesel's best performance ever. <laughs> but, this but, is better than last one. Yeah. Like, he just keeps getting better and better at Groot. Like, it's incredible. Dude's an amazing actor. Another thing that's great about that movie, too, is the universe that it takes place how crazy is it that they take a hodgepodge of such weird-looking shit and it all weird. works together? Yeah, weird. I mean, it, it all works together perfectly. I mean, it's, you don't it's pretty crazy. Anything. Yeah, right. Because you just accept that you're in... Too many movies, I think, get so hung up on being that reality-based so that mm -hmm. you lose so much. In this one, you like find out right off the bat that we're not dealing in reality. This is not... We're not trying... Yeah. Don't... If you're saying this isn't real, it doesn't look real, just leave now because it's not. I mean, they start off with the dancing Groot scene, and it's like yeah. you're looking at, oh my god, is this going to be like a Pixar film? Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Now it's, yeah, it was great. Yeah, here's my point where I take a shit on the movie. Okay, Aww. here's the only thanks thing. for tuning in. Tune in right, next Scott, week. <laughs> here's the only thing that disappointed me about the movie. Groot was such an awesome character in the first movie. He seemed like he was kind of punchline status in this movie. Oh, he was. I wish they would have gave him a little bit more shit to do. But he's a baby, baby. Uh, well, and I was, and I was, I, I, Allie, on that point, I, one thing that shocked me, and what I said in the trailer, when I watched the trailer, here's another thing that surprised me, is he's like a little five-year-old kid. Right. You go to grab him, you're like, oh, hey, little buddy, and he starts, like, punching the fuck out of you. Yeah, he's funny, funny dude. Yeah, they this open is... him up, and he's, like, cow-tipping fucking, like, little lizards and shit. This is my theory of why they did that. That first movie, in the end, he was so fucking powerful. Old like, if you watched him, I mean, he would just destroy things. He could take on whole armies by himself, and then he kind of dies. Like, he peaks as that savior character and dies and saves everybody, and then is reborn, and he's got to start all over. If you would add him in this movie, the big giant monster comes, Groot just fucks him up, and, him, yeah, and the yeah. monster's gone. So it's almost like they made him so powerful and then had to take him away. Kind of like Yandu becoming such a big part of this movie, and now they take him away. So they keep giving you something, and then they take it away so that they can continue. That's why I'm like, this dude's setting up for... We're already yeah. going to be on Guardians of the Galaxy three, and I'm ready for three more. Like, oh, I can't yeah. wait to see it's three. It's still so fresh. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny that you say that because I think that Groot from the drop has been like a five year old. He was just a five year old and an enormous tree body, and then he got cut down to the size we're used to associating with a five year old. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it could have been <laughs> too much comedy in this? <laughs> no. 
Oh, oh no, I, yeah. I, it was because there was just as much pathos in it's it. It's so you know? like, slap. It's so slapsticky, man. But it just works so well. Like I mean, I sat there and I'm like, this is over the top, ridiculous. But it fits so goddamn good. I mean, it was fun. Oh god, the uh, it was fun. Yeah. The Hasselhoff polymorph scene. God, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> dude, the fucking Pac-Man, and it's probably my, probably my two favorite lines of the movie is when he sits there and he's like, "Look at the power I have." Think all the weird shit I'm going to create. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do some weird shit. <laughs> I love that line. And the other one I love, too, is between him and Rocket. I was cybernetically enhanced to be better than you. No, you were cybernetically enhanced to be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was the, just the two greatest lines of the movie. I think some people talking about the language. Uh, would you say it was too rough for kids? Would you take Well, it? I had a five-year-old with me, and she leaned over to me every couple of, couple of times, and she'd say, oh, they said a bad word. I was like, right, never say that. <gasps> but other than that, she loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, she loved Baby Groot, and she loved Rocket, uh, Rocket Raccoon. That was oh, yeah. her two favorite characters. So <laughs> Nice. Oh, and when she saw the Star Wars trailer before it came, oh, yeah. she hadn't seen it. So when they showed the Star Wars trailer before the thing, she leaned over to me, grabbed me by the arm, and got oh. excited and said, "It's Ray." Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So she's nice. she's ready to see the Last Jedi because Ray is her most favorite Star Wars character of I all got, time. I got so. some questions about that coming up. But I, like, I don't want to stray too far from Guardians. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Uh, we, I guess we can revisit it. I just noticed some things in that trailer that I hadn't noticed when I watched it on my computer. The so, Star Wars one? Yeah. Oh, so I enjoyed it a little bit more. Uh, but I also wanted to point out, and I don't know if you caught this, because I'm assuming we all stuck around for all the post-credit sequences. <laughs> yeah. right. Yes. Okay. Well, in between, if you paid close attention, when they had the run of credits where they had each of the characters dancing in the little circles on the side, right. they had Jeff Goldblum in there. Yeah. Uh, which was interesting because Jeff Goldblum's nowhere in that movie. He's going to be in Thor, and the Thor Ragnarok trailer also played, and it stylistically looked way more like Guardians of the Galaxy than it did either of the Thor It's movies. made to fit into that because yeah. Jeff Goldblum's character that he's playing was a character that actually started in Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah. Yep. I think wow. that there's going to be a big launch to their cosmic universe after Avengers 4, and that's what James Gunn's alluded to. And he's going to be, be based more in comedy. I think uh, so. I mean, yeah. Wouldn't you say? Hopefully. I mean, yeah. that's that's how Marvel's won. You know what everyone yeah. was yeah. saying about DC when it first came out? Where's the funny? Yeah, you know, it don't have to be. I'm okay with both being made, just doing well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they. I want them both to go two different directions. It gives exactly. you a choice, and it gives you you know yeah. something different. Well, I'm just saying that's what Marvel is known for, and that's what made them the success they are. So they're not going to try and Zack Snyder the bitch out. So, but right. you think the rest of the movies, like Avengers and all that, it's going to go more the route to the James Gunn universe? Oh, I think yeah. it's I think it's already started doing that. Yeah, yeah. I think the success of yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy when they sat there and said, "Man, look, I, I remember when they did the rollout before that movie even came out, and they was at a Comic Con and they said, okay, here's the entire slate up to 2015, and they said one of our next movies is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy.' I'm like, really? That, that who the fuck knows yeah. what that is unless well, that could have been one you're movie a big comic book guy. That's James yeah. Gunn. No, I did mean, that. yeah, I mean that's crazy. What is that? Well, I mean, I, I knew what it was, but I mean, like the fans, who the fuck is going to know what that is? And I mean, dude, knocked the fucking doors off of everything. It, and yeah. when they sat there and looked at it, they said, "Here is proof that we can make whatever the fuck we want, and it can be successful." Yeah, I think they snuck the nostalgia in really well too. It didn't, oh, yeah. nothing seems forced from yep. the cursing to the nostalgia. It seems like it should be there, and the movie just flows along. 
I think that this movie was very effective to do like silly, silly comedy. And then in the next moment, it's tugging you by the heartstrings. The whole Yondu death scene was fucking amazing. Right, there's four. Yep. Allie, I mean, you cried how many times you said? I cried on all the scenes four. where you should cry. Oh, How you cried, really? Yeah, because they, yeah. Had, they had some yeah. touching shit. You oh, they know? did. So they had some beautiful, I didn't know. I was, the movie was so good, cry, I wasn't paying attention. The sad things, obviously. And um, to me, the movie was a fucking roller coaster because it was like, this is so fucking funny. And then now I'm crying. Now I'm laughing again. Oh, crying again, laughing, crying. And then I think I ended off laughing at something. I mean, the sister feud, <laughs> the sister feud when she said, I just wanted a sister. Oh, I know. That was, was pretty saying, effective. Oh. Dude, when he. When he launches into space with Peter Quill and puts the the life shield around him, and they're talking back and forth, and they have the whole dad speech and everything, and like he's yeah. sitting there freaking out because Yondu's about to sacrifice himself. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable scene. And dude, the funeral scene at the end with all the Ravager ships and the rainbow pop- fire, and they're popping off the rainbow fire looking. and shit. That was fucking awesome, dude. Well, when the movie yeah. ends on such a down note, I was like, what the fuck. Like, I didn't expect Guardians <laughs> to end on, like, a, such a downer like that. And that's when they start coming up with the, the post scenes. Waka and it Waka, was like, yeah. Right, when Drax gets... You know, oh, God, was that him. phenomenal? The that's dart in the neck? Oh, yeah. God, dude. That was unbelievable. Another that thing- goddamn Drax character is amazing. Like, I can't yep. believe it's that good. It's, it's unbelievable. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> I'm glad we agree on something. The uh, other scene that I'd like to point out to you guys that, that that I noticed is they show a scene with Sylvester Stallone and a group oh, of the original the, that. Oh. the original Guardians of the Galaxy characters that made up the original team from yeah. the '60s. What was cool is is that they have this alien that kind of has this violet-looking skin. If you see him when he pulls his hands apart. It does this magic sequence, and it looks just like Doctor Strange's magic stuff. In the comics, oh. he took over for Doctor Strange as, right. the sorcerer, as the Sorcerer Supreme. I read that. So I thought that so. was a cool little fucking continuity thing. I thought, it, it, that's just James Gunn, dude. He's a he's a fan that's just a freak of nature. And he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play all the fan service that I can and have it seem, like you said, natural. I'm not going to yep. beat anybody over the head I think because it is. It. Yeah, right. Like he goes, all right, I need some characters, and he gets to take out these books that are written and drawn. There's fucking, uh, what's it called? The screenplay's right there. He yeah. fucking, it's like he gets but, to go look for these interesting characters and like, let's put these guys. In I it. told it's, you that. But yeah, what's but amazing that, is he knows. Yeah. He's a fan of this shit. Right. This Zack is a, Snyder did the same thing, but he didn't He didn't stitch it together elegantly in a way that... Made sense. Well, that made, not only made sense, but... but Shared the enthusiasm for the whole universe. It was a guy window shopping. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas James Gunn, he you read can that tell shit he, grew, yeah, he yeah. read that shit. He grew up with it. He knew it. And he, he knew a way to, to like the, uh, the Stan Lee joke. Uh, um, did, did you all get the Stan Lee joke? Did, you, did y'all get what it means? <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? So in Marvel, they have a character that's called the Watcher. And they are this race of beings that watch all of the great events that are happening throughout that galaxy. If you notice, Stan Lee is talking to a group of them. They're these large men that have these kind of, you know, Gray large heads, heads great yeah. Frankenstein heads hey, that are bald. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, like May, it's, like, it's like Mayday in space. <laughs> but um, 
the uh, uh, Uatu is the main watcher that they've always kind of like done. They've confirmed in a fan theory that Stan Lee is actually Uatu the Watcher. Right. And he, all these cameos that he has in all these movies, he's the same guy. He's just there observing yeah. everything that's happening. Right. Next thing you know, you're going to so tell me that Earth cool. is round. Give me yeah, a break. Right? <laughs> like, don't you think that's just James Gunn going, how am I going to, I don't think they knew. James Gunn that. is actually the guy that came up with it. Kevin Feige. Signed off on he it. He signed off on that. Right. Like, all right. Because I think they were just throwing him everywhere. And everybody, now James Gunn's smart enough to go, hey, we can make him this character and explain yep, yep. it all, which that's a testament to his, his greatness. Two people that I don't think is a testament to that great, greatness. We didn't bring him up as any of our favorite characters, which how could you? Because the movie is full of great characters. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone oh. and Kurt Russell. I think Kurt Russell did his job. I think Stallone, I would have been happier without him in it. Really? Yes. Yeah. Dude, oh, it was just fuck? a small He's part. Uh, oh, it, I didn't even want to see it. It ruined it. If anything seemed forced, it was that. Yeah, yeah it did. You're I, talking I forgot a, about that. You're talking about a movie that is rooted in 80s nostalgia, and that is two of the biggest stars of that era. And having True. Kurt Russell, who's a fantastic actor. I mean, dude, he's fucking Snake Plissken. I mean, he's Jack Burton. Shut the he had fuck all these characters, cash. man. And I mean, dude, I, I think he was great. I think he did a good job. But it just wasn't... I think he did a good job. Well, good. I'm glad we're great. This is starting off good already. Who's this? Who, th- this is the person that should be there right now. I'm done collecting souls. I'm yes. here. I'm here to speak. Like, are you outside? I'm calling in at the wrong time, but, uh, you know. There is no wrong time. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Ginger Soul Eater from PPVs on the line with Bay us. Day, can you give me a ring bell, dude? No, 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 like, 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 a, like, a, oh, boxing, boy, like a boxing ring bell. It's getting ready to <laughs> main event. There it I is. I don't understand this. I don't know, me neither. I, I don't know how you do a show with him. Like, he's just over there trying to play Mayday. Like, he's got ideas of what Mayday should be playing better than Mayday does. <laughs> he's over here directing. He's got the new look, and he's like, this is my director look. <laughs> I'm very I've, pissed about I've that. No, no, there it is. <laughs> there, there it is. is. <laughs> you have no what? I have no idea. I have no idea how, how Chris could battle me. About a movie we agree on is both we both agree on is good. I don't understand. Battle you? What are you talking about? I, I like the movie. I like this movie. I don't know what y'all have talked about so far because I have pretty much how you didn't like it. You said you liked I, it, but I you didn't, didn't like it. I just I, knew I just did. didn't. Uh, no, I mean I'm not battling you at all. I just didn't agree with your with your Tron reference, but that that's just me. Wait, I mean, what Tron uh, reference? Yeah, he says I, that I, ego I thought, the planet. I thought the big head. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought the big head towards the, you know in the third act sort of reminded me of uh, the big MCP cone. Oh, the big okay. head. Well, that, but you that's know. in the comic, is it not? Yeah, and it's, it came out um, before Tron. Yeah. yeah, it did. So that's what, you, you just expect better in 2017 with a giant head Precisely. in space, right? That's, you're exactly right. What, what did we think of uh, CGI young Kurt Russell? I thought that was really awesome. I actually really liked that. Yeah, I thought it was good too. I can't believe they could do that. Yeah, like, that Jesus. looks yeah. But Marvel's, yeah. Marvel's been doing that. Yeah, yeah, they but this have. is the best one, huh? So far. Yeah, that they was pretty well. seamless. And I still think Michael Douglas was it, the best one, only because he looked like I like Kurt Douglas. He, uh, he yeah, uh, I, I think he looked like a chubby Kurt Russell. It looked like old Kurt Russell made to look young. Does that make sense? He but looked he, a he looked like Kurt too. Russell from Overboard. Yeah. You know, with Goldie Hawn. Right. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
but uh, but you know, it was good. It was good enough. I, I'm not fighting you at all, dude. Look, I read, I, I read your your, I read your two sentence review, and I mean, dude, I. I yeah, I, I read your two sentence <laughs> review. You said that it was a good movie, not five star. What did you give it? Three out of five stars. I give it three, maybe three and a half if I'm feeling frisky, but three for right now. Okay, and you thought yeah. that I'd see it again. I just didn't. I, I didn't. I just didn't agree with you about the Tron Lawnmower Man reference. But I mean, dude, <laughs> that's that's just. You know, I mean, hey, look, there it is. We disagree. You know, I'm not fighting you yeah. on shit. Just, I, I'm, look, I'm, I'm to be honest with you, dude. I'm surprised you liked it because I mean, a lot of stuff I, you typically I, don't like. I laughed at it throughout the whole movie. I, I would actually pay to see a Rocket Raccoon movie. Standalone? If it were Rocket, say what? A standalone Rocket Raccoon movie? Yeah, yeah, like a one-off, like Rocket, Drax, and uh, and Groot. Oh yeah, like I'm with you there. Even the, I would, yeah, you took the strong team. The whole you took the whole strong team, man. You left them with nothing. Yeah, you could do it. I right. mean, I, 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 well, I agree with Scott a lot more than maybe I let on. I especially with his team. Yeah, we just antagonize him a lot. To be yeah. honest with you, we we actually agree with him a lot. We yeah. just like to antagonize the I mean, fuck really, out of him. Uh, right. It's it's just it's the Marvel Great. and DC stuff. None of y'all stuff. have credibility now. Uh, right. <laughs> no, it's the Marvel and DC stuff. Like I'm genuinely baffled that he thinks Civil War was blah. Yeah, me too. Like, to this day, I'm just like, what? And and. And that he thought Batman versus Superman was awesome. Like I'll never get over that. So I'm but, not going to say it was awesome, but I do like I did like the movie. <laughs> right, and he liked the, the the extended version even more. And I thought the extended version made it even shittier. I won't even watch the extended version. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's oh, just no, awful. No, uh-uh. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, on TV, we tend to agree a lot, with a couple of exceptions. I don't like Supergirl. I stopped watching it a long time ago. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, I, I understand why you like Supergirl. I mean, he's got a he's got a little girl, dude. I yeah, mean, there yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think not... he'd want to break from that and watch some man shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got something you can identify with your kid, man. I, I, I see you, dude. You know. Yeah. Whatever. But he's the one that turned us on to Black Mirror. How like, do you identify yes. with it? She's got red trunks on and he's got red hair? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's <laughs> something to share with his kid, man. That's I cool. Yeah, that's true. I, I was going to actually take her to see this Guardians movie, but I felt like that uh, that Rondu, that that scene where he has all the, when he takes the arrow and wipes out the entire Ravenger crew, I thought oh, that, that might have been overboard. What, it what was about, great. I thought it was awesome. What about the but penis talk? Maybe. Don't you think the penis talk would have made it a little <laughs> uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were it, it, it easily. This was a stronger PG thirteen, I thought, than the first one because we had just watched the first one. And I was like, all right, this is I can, I'm, you know, I primed her for the for this. Hopefully, going to take her to see the second one. But now I think I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on that for a little while. Yeah, a little bit. It makes sense. I was actually surprised by the language. That's the only thing that kind of made me wince because look, I. I got no say. Yeah. Mom, her mother said, uh, I said, look, let's go see the movie first to make sure that everything's cool. And she said, well, if it's anything like the first one, I mean, she's seen the first one. There's some racy stuff in it, but, you know, I- I'm okay with her seeing it. And there was a couple of times when I was watching, I was like, oh, shit. And Baby Groot does slant younger. <laughs> yeah. Like, Baby Groot slants. Like, that's going to make kids want to see it more, I would think. Baby Groot is but this child. This child yeah. that, that, that that's in my life now is Baby Groot. It, like exact, <laughs> it's, it's, oh, dude! She only got like, three I words. Totally, I totally to take see. It to a therapist. <laughs> like, no, no, I totally see Baby Groot picking up a bowl of wonton soup and throwing it all over me. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. totally, you know. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's pretty awesome. At least she's so. not Rocket Raccoon. You might have trouble. Well, she told me that for Halloween, she wants me to dress as Rocket Raccoon, and she wants to dress as Baby Groot. So. Definitely should happen. Oh, that's we, great. That's I'm why cool I that. don't get rid of Facebook. Weird question. <laughs> Did, when uh, when Ego was showing his life in review through the like 3D proxies and the in the ship. Did Which was pretty come? awesome. It looked like yeah. D.H. Holmes' mannequin, so it was pretty awesome. It, it did, but yeah. did, didn't that kind of remind you of uh, Krypton or uh, Superman and the the ship that well, could... Christ sakes, JB, the dude's talking about, about 180 years old. It's going to remind him of something. Yeah, Man of, Steel, <laughs> Man of Steel. Right, Man of Steel. No, Thank I've you. erased that from my memory. Okay, so. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It was kind of a similar... Vehicle, but I enjoyed it more. It reminded me of Spaceship Earth in Epcot. That's what that reminded me of. Gotcha. When he was showing off his his uh, families. And let's go to this. Well, it's getting late. I I think this is important. Should people go see this in the theater? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Name finish you as bad as Allie. Never mind. Moving on. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, no. Go ahead. The answer is yes, right? Oh, definitely. See this in the theater. Just don't go. Just don't go see it in the Dolby Theater. That theater is fucking horrible. Yeah. No. Don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there. Unless it's in somewhere else besides Elmwood. I I did. But the Elmwood one. That's bad. Yes. yes. You agree? Uh, Scott, you liked and didn't like the movie. It's worth going <laughs> to see it at the theater. You agree? It was, yeah, it was fun enough to see in the theater. Well, I mean, what about yeah, beautiful sure. enough and loud enough? Like, to me, the theater doesn't mean... It was it. loud. Well, they had... the we, we saw it opening. We saw it 7 o'clock Thursday night. So we saw the first showing. And packed. there was still... Packed, yes. But there were still, like, pe- like the people in front of us bought brought their two-year-old... Oh wow! And, you know this kid Ugh. just kept talking and talking. Oh, like, oh. oh no! Hell no! Keep the kid. Hell Keep no. the fuck up. <laughs> did you tell him? Did you tell him to take? Loud. Did you tell him to take right. their fucking kid outside? I, I didn't. Okay, I did. So, did you alert but, the authorities? I, I wanted to point this out. I forgot to point it out. Since I'm the only non-musician here, did you guys catch the added heft of using Fleetwood Mac every time yes. there was conflict? I caught the added heft of every song in that movie. It all had a lot of it had textual meaning behind it. I yeah. mean, there's a reason they picked those songs. It was but the goddamn fantastic. David Hasselhoff song is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, yeah, it is. <laughs> that's true. Oh, and yeah, they kind of saved it for the end. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Yeah, me, it sounded. This movie's one of them ones where I go, it's going to be equally as funny streaming on. on uh, Totally. Man, it's going to be equally as funny, but it's you're not going to get the same experience when it comes to the music and the visuals. Like, dude, that screen is so fucking precise and amazing, the quality of it. You could see the imperfections in Gamora's lipstick. Like, yeah. that's how yeah. intense you're seeing this. You're not going to see that on your television, no matter how big a television you got. It's just... It's enormous, and it, it's the worst theater ever. Like, don't go. It's bad. You don't want to see imperfections. But really, you could. You could see the makeup strokes from the brush on the makeup. It was like, that's fucking amazing. I think this is one I of those movies. I did that <laughs> It looks and sounds good enough the way you'd be robbing yourself of, of the true experience unless you went to the theater. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, I, I noticed a lot of stuff in the trailers that I hadn't online. Yeah, I still have the oh, mom. Really? I still have the mom review on this one. My mom is like, "Man, I want to see it really bad." Oh so yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take, take, take her, her to see it, and we're gonna do Dolby. So, oh cool, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, Allie, what you think? You too. Bring yeah, your mom. Dude. All right. Another question: Do y'all think 
baby Groot gets upset that they call him baby Groot. I mean, it's just Groot as a baby. Like, just, no, teenage Groot seems like he's going to be difficult. I don't think he's going to be <laughs> want to call teenage Groot. Yeah. Like, is they going to market that next time? Or is he go back to just Groot now? I think he's going to go back to Groot. Yeah, I think I think by the next movie they'll they'll have him. Uh, you know what's really crazy is is that if you looked at this movie, this movie takes place in a different timeline than the other movies. Right now, the what was the last movie? Doctor Strange? Yes. Doctor Strange takes place in 2016, like it did when it was released. If you look at this movie, Quill was born in 1980. It says mm-hmm. 34 years later. So this movie took place in 2014. So it's actually kind of taken back. So I'm wondering if they're going to use that timeline to kind of like explain some things that are happening oh, in the other movies. I'm so confused. What? Oh, yeah. I got to 12,900 12 12 years, years ago. We unearthed a tomb and, and a mummy got out and it started strangling you. Nah, man. I'm just saying, dude. Dude, man, they, they go deep, bro. That's why they the PPV yeah. guys. I noticed that. Hey, did y'all answer this question? Why is Adam, why was Adam, why did the gold chick have Adam? Did she get him from the collector? Did y'all talk about this? She um, made him. James Gunn is saying that the uh, and, and the character that Scott's referring to is Adam Warlock. He plays heavily into the whole Infinity War thing that we're going to see in Avengers Part Three and potentially Four. You think? Um, four. I've yeah. heard that the I, I've heard that they're not going to have Adam. Well, they say Adam Warlock's in a cocoon, and you see that cocoon inside of <laughs> Benicio del Toro's, uh, you know, collector's lab in the first movie. And everybody's like, "Oh, that's Adam Warlock's co- uh, cocoon," and they said, "No, that that isn't that isn't it." So they, you know, uh, kind of like they kind of um, uh, retconned it to where this is Adam Warlock in the end of this movie. My theory so, is that they're not going with Thanos, like that they know that it doesn't. Oh, they're, he they're can't be Thanos. a main. It you think so? Mm-hmm. See, I think they're gonna switch it and go to Adam Warlock. I just think he can. They can get a good character or an actor to play it, the makeup's not going to be to the extent of uh, Thanos, and they can actually have a good kind of living, breathing bad guy with the oh, stones. Instead of a weird CGI. I, I think yeah. I think Thanos is going to be the, he's going to be the Billy Badass in Avengers 3 and probably 4. I think so. Yeah, see, I always Billy's just, he's gonna be I don't the, think he gets out of space, he's just there, and then he's got his cronies that go do his bidding. Oh, no, I think he's going to get directly involved because there was an end scene. I think it was at the end of Captain America Civil War. Um, he comes and says, you know, well, guess I got to do this myself. Yep. So that's an end scene. And yeah, but shit changes because, believe me, that was Adam Warlock in that cocoon. And then when they right. decided to make him a, a more major character, they were like, oh, no, that wasn't him. <laughs> uh, well, a different they, cocoon. I think Avengers 3 will probably be everybody – We've seen, and then it's going to be every there's going to be Guardian. Well, there's going to be a Guardians three, and then if Adam Warlock's going to play a role, it'll be in the fourth Avengers. Well, let me line y'all up for a little bit of disappointment. You guys oh, like these Thanks characters. You guys like these characters a lot. James Gunn has come out and he said, "Well, if there's a Guardians of the Galaxy four, if there is, and even if I do it, I promise you that the characters you're using now that that I'm using now." Their story is going to come to the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Number four will be a whole different team of new characters. Why even? So, I don't know how. Bum, it, that bum, shit's bum. too far away for them yeah, all. That's all just yeah. becomes but, but is it really? But is it really that far? I mean, man, they're no. saying yeah. they're saying that the movie, like uh, Kevin Feige, the guy who's the mastermind of all of these movies, the big producer, he's saying, 
You know, after Avengers 4, man, all this stuff is changing. That's only two years away. Avengers yeah. 4 comes out in May of 2019. Two years from now. Snap <laughs> your fingers, man, and you're good to go. It's starting to get too complicated. Fuck, it's already complicated, man. Ginger, you staying on the line? Uh, yeah, I, I have to go. I'm, I'm sitting in the Winn Dixie parking lot. I have to go. <laughs> Winn Dixie. Uh, Winn Dixie. All right. Well, dude, people. thanks for calling. All right, guys. I'll, uh, yeah. All right, Ginger. Me love right. you long time. Right. Very much. Bye bye. That's the Ginger. Thank you. Free low. You, you can, can check them out. Ginger and the B. And Slack Adjust. I think Slack Adjust has got a show coming up with Mad Dog. Oh, 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 oh. Slack Adjuster is the shit. So uh, yeah. I think we all agree. Go see this movie. Moving on from Guardians of the Galaxy. I hope we didn't spoil it too bad if, if people are listening. I think, man, the movie was intriguing. I think people should go see it. I don't think there was a huge spoiler in no. it. It was like, no, I don't think we gave away shocking. any plot points, actually. No, we we didn't, didn't give away plot points. We spoiled a couple to. of scenes, but <laughs> you did most of yeah. them. Yes. The Defenders trailer. Did y'all watch this on yeah. Netflix? Yep. What'd y'all think? Uh oh. I don't care. You don't care? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, who's on the line? Not on radio. Family barbershop calling about your 10 o'clock appointment. <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> what's happening, man? Hey, what's happening, y'all? What's up, dude? <laughs> we we're, were planning to talk about your second hour. Man, he's got the sound effects and everything. <laughs> did you get to go see? Did you go see Guardian Jet? Nah, I got out the hospital Thursday afternoon. Matter of fact, and just been kind of cruising since then, trying to get shit put back together. Yeah, like your body, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, glad yeah. to hear you're okay, buddy. Yeah, body, mind, everything. I woke up forgetting the whole past six, eight motherfucking months happened. <laughs> <laughs> A little good shit. Well, man, we're going to finish up with PPV guys for uh, for the review. Oh, yeah. Sounds good, homie. All right, man. Good Thanks to talk for calling, to you. Dude, dude uh, the Tacker oh, yeah. Family Barbershop, they're still alive and kicking. Then JR, Thank he survived. He's yeah. like back. You know, <laughs> something like that happens, man. It, Glad to hear he's okay. Yeah. Defenders trailer, eh? Y'all said, eh, whatever. I like Daredevil whatever. season one. I like Jessica Jones. I didn't care for Luke Cage. Um, I didn't even bother. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even Fist. bother to watch Iron Fist. Whatever, ah. Iron Fist was good, dude. You missed out. You would have liked it. I haven't even seen Daredevil season two. Well, you're missing your yeah. Wow. Then. then you're not so. sure. Dude, Defenders is going to be the shit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I liked everything except Iron Fist. I just thought there was a lot of things they could have done better. But I, I'm going to watch it. Shit. I'm totally going to watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it too. I mean, you know? kind of. I have Netflix, so if you have Netflix, you might as well watch it. It's one of the, their premiere shows. I think though, I liked Kingpin. I liked the Purple Man. Yeah, and then it kind of ends there. Yeah, like to where now Sigourney Weaver can she do it? Can she carry that role of, you know, the role I, I need carried? Because I was hoping the Defenders they were gonna have Kingpin in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying he's not. We don't know, but I didn't see no I, clips I, of him. I think my problem with the the Netflix shows is that they're they're trying to milk the hand too much, and uh, that sounded wrong. But <laughs> the 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 point is is that uh, <laughs> actually the hand milks. Yeah, so, right. You know. But uh, the point being that um, it feels like they're they're playing that out too long, and they're kind of going X Files with it, like they're just sort of. The ambiguous big bad that 
it's le- it, there's less logic to it than we just need a cool fight scene here. We need a reason for them to have a dust up and uh, just sort of like, can we move this along and do something different, maybe? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Strong, the, the strong performances to me it. carry the whole series. And, and Kingpin and the yeah. Purple Man were incredible performances for a greatly written character. Everything else is lack that. Did you think? Just... Did you think Iron Fist was well acted by uh, the main character? Yeah, it was alright. Okay, I think but it was everybody the wrong else. Character. I thought was better. I think he was yeah. bad for the role, but yeah. not because he was white. The just bad because... guys right. were the best in that show. The um, yeah. the, the Meacham br- family, the brother-in-law. Yeah, the Meachams. Yeah, right, no, no, I'm sorry, they not the brother-in-law. Awesome. The the a kind of brother, half brother, or whatever. The right. guy that got addicted to pain pills. Yeah, like that yeah, was a really you. interesting story. That was. I yeah. thought they carried the series, but still not to the level of the other ones. The, yeah. the kingpin character makes me happy and sad at the same time. I watch Daredevil, and I'm so thrilled to watch D'Onofrio pull off that character and how fucking awesome it is. But then it makes me sad because the kingpin was originally a Spider-Man villain, and I would love to see that character put into Spider-Man, but the tone of the Netflix show is so different, it doesn't mesh with what Marvel does with their movies, and I don't think we'll ever see that, unfortunately. Feige did say that the likelihood of them crossing paths is imminently possible and probably going to happen. I'm sure at some point they're going to try to squeeze all the blood from the stone as that, that yeah. they can, and then eventually they're going to be like, hey, all right, well, we need to make some more money, so pull it together in hopes that you know, it's another fucking WWE move. Yeah, WNCW. Yeah, but man, I, man, I'd love to see. Yeah. I'd love to see the Kingpin focused in a Spider-Man movie. I mean, if it, you're going to use the Kingpin that's in a Netflix series, you have to make that movie darker because I don't want to see them tone the Kingpin down to fit into that film universe. You know, right? No. Last thing to close on. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Ray's family? Do y'all watch these videos? Ray's family. What? Yeah. You're talking from about Star from, Wars. From Star Wars? Yeah. Who's Ray's family? Ooh. Do y'all like it? Do y'all have a, a guess or a hunch or somebody you want it to be? Or? I, I mean, the obvious thing is that she's Luke Skywalker's kid. How I is mean, that obvious? Because it's yeah, impossible. I mean, but, I mean just the, the kind of indicators that they give you in the movie. I mean, she touches the lightsaber. She kind of sees visions and stuff. Yeah, see, I thought that too. But there's Luke just who... They decided to focus on for three movies. There were tons of Jedi's, even way more powerful than him. They just didn't focus on them. Just because she's a Jedi doesn't mean that she's Luke's daughter. We just—that's our, yeah. our most common Jedi we know. I mean, I I think that the possibilities were well thought out by J.J. Abrams and crew. In other words, yeah, I think that they deliberately made it ambiguous enough that you could connect dots any number of different ways. That's on purpose. Yeah, I don't they think she's related to Skywalker. Well, I've, heard, I've heard that she's uh, the Emperor's offspring. I've heard that she's um, Han and Leia's Oh, there's tons of because, different ones. You know, yeah. I mean, there, there's all kinds of there's even one way she, There's a scene... There's a scene in The Force Awakens where Han Solo and Rey are in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, and they had just broke away from, you know, Han Solo find the Chewie were home scene and the, the, the monsters with the tentacles and all that shit. They're flying to meet Maz Kanata, the little orange, you know, goggle yeah, yeah, alien, cool. which is basically Yoda. They're on the way to meet her, and they're having this conversation, and Harrison Ford kind of gives this expression on his face to where it's kind of like, I know something, but I'm not telling you. And that, mm-hmm. to me, is kind of most intriguing scene in that movie when it comes to 
What is her origin? What is her backstory? I think we're definitely going to find that in the next movie. Um, Kathleen Kennedy, who's the CEO of Lucasfilm, she's the one that kind of drives all this stuff and makes the decisions on what's going to be made in the movies. They let a woman drive? Dude, let me tell you. Any person... Any person that produces Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., and all those movies, if she yeah. wants to direct this shit, I'm, you let her drive. I'm totally fucking Do cool you let her it. fly a plane, though, or do you journal on something? I don't let Harrison Ford fly a fucking yeah. plane, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no. But um, I, I think that she came out and she said, um, you know, Star Wars, the saga movies, the ones with episodes attached to them, it's going to be the Skywalker family story. Now, does that make Rey a Star Wars, a, a Skywalker character? I don't know. She could be referring to Ben Solo or Kylo Ren, you know? So we'll have to see how it plays out. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of still... I just get afraid that they taken, that they want to take Jedi out of the equation. They're Disney. They don't like yeah. people believing in, in hokey religions and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's true. Disney don't like that. They want everybody to, to think if something's going to save it's you, true. it's going to be a politician. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It seems like a Disney kind of line that they stand on. If they start phasing out Jedis and the Force from the Star Wars franchise. Oh, they're definitely not going to phase out the Force. That's not going to happen. No. But they're going to change the mythology of this yeah. story. And. Of what I've read, man, I'm extremely intrigued. What do you mean it's either going to do mythology. Well, the thing with it is, a Star Wars has always been a story that's been based on absolutes. You're either good or you're evil, and it never really kind of made sense to where, okay, well, if you're really good and you follow the light side, and the dark side becomes too strong, how does more good balance things? It seems to me you have to be a gray area motherfucker. To yeah. bring balance to things. Yeah. And it looks like that's what they're going to do. I mean... Introduce that into the movie universe. Yeah. Because it, it... I mean, yeah. uh, basically, the Force, as we grew up with it, is much more like Christianity because it's either, you know, you're on Team either Jesus or Team or the you're not. Right, right, right. Exactly. Like, or and if you're fucking, like, you better, like, you know, say nine be Hail married. Marys. And, <laughs> right, be married or say nine Hail Marys and, and ask for forgiveness right, because right. you've done something really bad. And the way, I mean, that's Luke at the end of that trailer saying the Jedi have to end. Well, so, I mean, and that I, I think it's going to drift more towards like an Eastern philosophy kind of. No, and I'm down you know, with, roll with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at the, the movies, whether you think they're great or whether you think they're terrible, you look at the prequel trilogy, you know, episodes one, two and three. You never really heard about this whole balance of the force thing until those movies. And, you know, there's the chosen one and the guy who's going to bring balance to the force. I mean. It becomes pretty obvious when your main character is Anakin Skywalker and they ask him, you know, who was his father? Well, he didn't have a father. He was just, like, born. Evil Jesus. You know, so he's Jesus, and then you have a character like Darth Maul that looks like Satan. I mean, he's got horns yeah, coming out of his head and red, red, you know, makeup all over, red and black makeup, and he looks like a... <laughs> He looks like a fucking demon, right. you know? So, I mean... The, devil looks the, like? the thing that always got me to be a good Jedi... You got to abstain from love and like going to find a woman, basically getting laid. And it was yeah. like, oh my God. So, what are you actually fighting for? Oh, the, the force and stuff for no reason. Like, I always think a good movie that shows action and violence, if you base it in someone's deep rooted moral, moral love, it has a different effect on you. When you watch somebody out, out killing and doing things, Spawn, great example. Mm -hmm. 
like Spawn goes to hell because he wants to murder the guy. I mean, his wife yeah. got murdered. You know, he comes back as a tormented soul, so he's evil and doing bad yeah. things, but yet he's got the moral high ground of the, in the story. Well, I mean, <laughs> what, my dad used to carry around a comic from the New Yorker that was just uh, Brian and a groom getting married, and the preacher or the minister was saying, I now pronounce you both legally insane. Like, when you're in love with somebody, you're, you are kind of crazy, and uh, it's a vulnerability that can be exploited and used to corrupt you. That's you know right. what I mean? Like, I, I mean, it makes sense yeah, to me, yeah. for, certainly from a narrative point of view. Like, but uh, how much more controlling and like the the Jedi as I got old, I was like, man, it's kind of a fucking sick group of people. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's what turned Darth Vader, right? Right. I mean, like uh, his love for Amidala. That's why as I got older, I'm like, is he really the bad guy? Like when I watched those the three horrible ones, the Anakin story. When I watched that as an adult, I'm like, damn man, you didn't like the character. That's why the the prequels suck. Right. (laughs) The prequels are garbage, but man, you go watch the Clone Wars animated series, which is now the canonized like it's canonized shit for Disney's backstory now. It is excellent man i yeah, mean really the is. the whole thing it plays with with emotions and philosophy and all this stuff i'm sitting there watching i'm like man this show's made yeah. for kids that, the, that, that honestly man you should just skip watching episodes one two and three and just watch yeah. that right first, i'll the never watch them awesome. again believe me the, the first season is a little choppy but season two three four oh man it's it's amazing incredible nice but uh, I think that Star Wars has always done, when, when it was controlled by Lucas, they, the expanded universe material, which were like the books, the comics, things like that, always did such an excellent job of fleshing out the mythology of that story. And the movies kind of like skimped a little bit on details. With the Disney version now, you're seeing these things drug in now to to the mythology of the movies. You know what I mean? Um, Luke... Yep. In this trailer, you know, I mean, I think what it's going to be saying, what he's going to say to Ray is, is look, at one time there were Sith and there were Jedi. The Sith are an evil bunch of demonic bastards. Now you have the Jedi, they thought they were good, but essentially they were fucking egomaniacs. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to let that shit go, and we're going to fly <laughs> something in the middle, and that's what we're going to do. And I think that's what the what the future of this franchise is going to be. It's that don't sound bad to me. That sounds oh, good. I think it sounds like, excellent. That's where the world needs to go instead of fucking being far left or far right. Probably the truth and which which right is somewhere in the middle. A gray area Jedi motherfucker. Like, yeah. And I, it's good. I trust the director to do a good job of it. I mean, he directed the best episode of Breaking Bad, and uh, he did Looper. Yeah, that guy's a freaking nature. Ryan Johnson. Hey, yep. He's right. bona fide. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that one. You should. Well, dude, I'm looking forward, too, to finding out what is the future of PPV, guys. Y'all are not quitting, right? Does this week go back to normal or what? Yeah. No, no, not yet. We, we, no? We're we still on Mondays until, you know, and through yeah. Mom's Day. So. Yeah. Well, tomorrow's our... Wait, oh, through we're Mom's recording, Day. We're uh, recording tomorrow, and then the week after that, we're on Monday again due to Mom's Day. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, got it. None of y'all the mullers go do the goddamn show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, it's not like that really affects us anyway. It's up at about the same time, but you can check it out on ppvguys.com or you go to their Facebook page like that. They're always posting the shows. I also like my new title now. I'm now the five-star general since I want everybody... Five stars. Yeah, but it's five not stars. only for me. I want five stars for fucking Not Real Radio, Absolutely. and I also want five stars for Scary Thoughts. But yeah. they don't need five stars because those fuckers have like... 75-star reviews, bastards. That's incredible, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, 
Man, when well, you're hip and you live in fucking Oakland, dude, yeah. that's how it goes, but man. Y'all haven't thought of doing a horror review on Forrest Gump? What a genius idea. <laughs> <laughs> what I actually want to do is I need to get Mr. Philip Dussor Brawler in the uh, studio one time so he can give us, he can school us on how horror shit works. Save it, stop it. I've heard I that. To. I've heard that he's. Uh, I heard he's been very critical of us for not covering horror movies, and I think like we need, a good Halloween show. Need to get an Around expert October. in, like need to get an expert in, like Brawler to set us straight. So, yeah, so the just, rumor is true. He could just tell you about his tattoos all over. Yeah, this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, dude, thank you all for coming on. I'm glad we Thanks got. To, I'm glad everybody liked the movie too. It's oh, so much man. fun to do do a review on a movie everybody liked. Yeah, even the ginger liked it. He liked it. He Three liked stars it. worth. Yeah, I don't know if I'd give it much more than three three stars. I give it. I any movie I give four stars, four. or is a movie that I'll see again, and I, and I'd see that movie again. So I got to give it four stars. Yeah. I you don't still, give it four, Mark. What? You don't give it. Four. I think three four. and a half, just because it's yeah. a comedy. It's not like a movie that's. I don't what? know. It didn't uh, fuck me mean? up. Really I enjoyed it. I have fun, but I know what a four star movie is, four. and that wasn't one. Like to me, That's to fair. get four stars, you could be like, "Oh my god, this is, is a, I get a masterpiece." A half, but I give it four. But I really I loved. Totally I really love Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, but man, I I have to say, man, one is. God, it's so fucking magical, man. And I I still think the first one's better, but yeah. not by much. It's just. It seems that first movie is a lot tighter i think the the punch of the second one was equally as hard to my face but i saw it coming yeah the first one just whacked me and i'm like yeah. i can't believe it. i love this that much the second one i was like give me more of what i like and yeah. they did yeah but they didn't give me any i don't know the bar, was, the bar was set really high and they met the bar which is speaking volumes but the first one there was no bar because we were like cardi what talking fucking raccoon is this even gonna work yeah so we went in because it was marvel and we had our ass kicked in the best possible way. So uh, it was a very worthy sequel. Yeah, Mayday, what you want to what you want to close on? You this is your first it. time. Would you watch one now, or do you I want would. two more? I would. I wouldn't like break. You know, go crazy looking for it. We're gonna buy it. I loaded a Blu-ray player. player. <laughs> what what movie would you go crazy for? Or to watch? Crazy oh, for, yeah. Uh, World War II documentaries. <laughs> yeah, what's the new one coming Dunkirk? up? Dunkirk. Dunkirk. That kind of intrigues See, me a little that bit. has a potential to be a four-star movie. Like, that yeah. Yeah. It looks like some heavy four shit. Stars. Dunkirk's going to be, be fucking awesome. It will be. Did anybody notice? Chris did, Nolan, dude. Did, did y'all see the sync was off on the on the vocals? Yes. The, all right, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm the only one. All right. Of what? In what? In I didn't notice. In the Dunkirk, Dunkirk trailer, oh, the the, Dunkirk, the sync was off. Bad, for some like about a second. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was kind of like, whoa, holy <laughs> shit. Only you, pal. Yeah. Hopefully they fixed that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> now, I mean, I was worried based on our Ghost in the Shell experience. I was like, motherfucker. Oh, the God, is that a nightmare? Oh, that, was, yeah. that was a time when really we were like, fuck the Dolby Theater. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I tell you, it, though, I, I, another thing I love also is, man, and, and a lot of people were very critical when they first cast Rocket Raccoon. Because in the comics, he's portrayed as like a like a grizzly Cockney Englishman, and um, they they well, put I guess in that makes sense. they put in Bradley Cooper, and they were like, ah, really? He's but great. dude, he's great. I love. I just love the scene when he's playing ping pong with the guys on the anti gravity landmines, and he's just <laughs> sitting there playing and just sitting back, just like belly fucking laughing oh, and yeah. he's just sitting there and fucking with him that yeah, was just so funny man. i don't see bradley cooper when he talks and that's a testament to how good yeah. a job he did because yeah. i don't yeah. even Agreed. see him I, that's rocket's voice you know i mean I, I i am hoping and praying that they duplicate the scene from the comics 
in uh, the Infinity War when Rocket Raccoon and uh, Tony Stark meet. Yeah. And he condescends to him. He's just like, oh, this is cute technology. Yeah, he calls uh, uh, what? He no. calls the Iron Man suit inferior technology. So That's going to be fun. Hopefully they get to interact a little bit. Well, before we walked into the show here tonight, I looked on it and um, Drax the Destroyer, Dave Batista, said mm-hmm. that he has a scene with Robert Downey Jr. between Drax and... Iron Man in Infinity in, in Avengers That's Infinity hilarious. War. Yeah, yeah, that dude's great, man. Oh, uh, dude, I mean, you're going to be looking at every character that's been in every movie. They said that they had over 68 characters between the two movies, the Avengers 3 and 4. And um, I would love to see this. The Russo brothers, who are the guys who are writing this movie, they have what's called the Marvel uh, Writing Room. And they all show up and they bring all their team together and they have every character that's appeared in a Marvel movie that's kind of like either a main or a minor character. And they have their pictures up on the wall, all with the red ribbon thread of how they connect to one another. God and they damn. sit there and point at them and figure out how they're going to fit into the mythology of Avengers 3 and 4. Marvel forensics. Yeah, dude. What a I mean, horrible job. Oh, God. That, that God job has to absolutely no suck. Shit. Yeah, man. So does mine. Mine does, for real. <laughs> I'd love to be able to play that, with that. That would be fucking awesome. I mean, that's what you and I have been doing with the... Yeah, with our top yeah, secret, secret project. project. It's kind of fun. So. Awesome. You start building a universe that doesn't exist. It's always incredible. Exactly. Kind of like a WNCW, but that pain is real. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I chopped up some Come of the show where, where Cheese and I reveal our new wrestling promotion. And I'll put some music to you. So, we so this, you this, too. it's a mashup. So, are you all going to body slam the fuck out of now? Is that basically what this is? Or? Don't understand what that means. Oh, now this is a real wrestling promotion. We're not a, a show that talks about you know other people's wrestling. Oh, promotion. so you this all is our own <laughs> wrestling. Oh, so promotion. you all have a promotion with like real wrestlers. You have to like book matches and shit. The pain is real. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Pain is real. Well, it's cheese involved, so I'm yeah. sure the pain is real. But dude, when you listen back, so, you hear yourself. Just keep listening, and this whole this little segment that breaks is going to break it down for you. Oh, okay. So that's This is up. the, the unveiling is right now oh, as we go on break. Dude, okay. thank y'all. Check y'all out. BBVGuys.com, right? Yeah. And on Facebook. Yep. Facebook, um, iTunes. Yeah, you can subscribe there. Um, we're also on Stitcher. Uh, check out all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, and like I say, man, we turned into a joke. But look, all of us here, look, you know, we all love doing this shit, and it would be nice to watch us kind of climb the uh, the hierarchy here amongst podcasts. iTunes is really the one that counts. So, you know, yeah. look, if you're using that for uh, Not Real Radio, for us, or for Scary Thoughts, we ask you to give us five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. And you heard that from the five-star general. Chris Tyree, the Elder. Thank you. <laughs> You're listening to Not Real Radio. Not Real Music. Not Real News. Not Real Guests. Not Real Reviews. Subscribe to one of the many ways you can listen. SoundCloud. iTunes. Stitcher. Google Play Music. YouTube. Or your favorite podcast app. Listen live Sunday nights at 8 p.m. on MixLR. Or just visit NotRealRadio.com. Where you can buy a t-shirt. Make a donation. Transcending Radio. One show at a time. Not Real Music. Not Real News. Not Real Guests. Not Real Reviews. Thank you for listening. NotRealRadio.com. From talking oh. about our background, right? Yeah, right why here. are you nervous? You're well, finally nervous about something, and it's this. Well, it this um, is easy money. Well, it is easy money, um, but you know, I got to think about things. Is you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to be competing with some people that I know, 
you know, I may have to step on a few toes, but that's never stopped me before. That's how you know when you're in the big leagues, you know, right. when you're competing against people you know. That right. means, all right. So what we're talking about is WNCW. WNCW. The pain is real. So nothing else, but the pain. It's is real. So here's what happened: is I had this studio space. And then I became friends with these wrestlers, these Wildcat sports and entertainment guys. Really? You think friends now? I mean, tattoo worthy? Or and no? not going to love me. No. All right. No. If any of them died, I would not get a tattoo. Gotcha. At all. Not that level yet. No. I'm trying to, I, I don't even, it had to come out of left field for me to get a tattoo for anybody now these days. Okay. You, know? you feel them. Yeah. I'm, gotcha. I'm, I'm full. All right. So I bring the wrestlers into my space. Fucked been, up that you're not going to get a tattoo or the, the pickle scoop logo on you. I'm not getting that. That's, that's a terrible up. logo. I'm, Dude, not, I'm not getting anything. That's bad. fucked up. I know. So the wrestlers have been in my space for a couple of months, and I've been watching, right? Yeah. You know, I watched wrestling growing up, so I'm watching. It's uncomfortable, too, because you're, like, doing it through the crack in the door. Yeah. It's a little uncomfortable. Or you have to fake like you're coming to shoot yeah. a documentary When or you're something. really when trying to figure out who stole the fucking toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you used the last of it. So I told, I, I approached you, and I was like, man... This wrestling game, it's cake. Yeah, it's easy. easy. It's 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 ripe for the pickings. So it's time to reveal that Cheese and Nazar are now the the, the the proud owners of WNCW, N-C-W. where the pain, the pain is, real. is real. So we already got we have a lineup full of people because we started we you know on the down low I've been reaching out to people that I know. Um, yeah, this thing's been in the works for a while. Yeah. You know, when like just, you just sprung this up. I just didn't think we were actually ever going to do it. Yeah, because, you know, I was worried about hurting feelings and all. But so here's my idea. And, you know, one of the reasons that we started the deal was we we're going to talk about this on the air as we as we go through. And uh, I, I told you I didn't want to talk about it till we got into the podcast. So here's what I'm thinking. Right now, we got about 40 guys on the roster. 40,000. I don't want to go through everybody because I don't want to give away some of the big um, some of the big surprises. But what we got to do is we got to have a champion. And we don't have a champion. Starting off. So hear me out. All right. What you got? I'm thinking 32-man tournament. Olympic crossover style. Double elimination. All right, Mr. Volleyball. I don't understand what all that shit is, but all right, we'll go with it because it probably is going to get into numbers, and I don't feel like going back 12,900 years ago ago. for that type of shit, (laughs) no matter how amazing it is. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a thirty two man tournament, sixteen on each side, kind of like half of the half of the final. Yeah, uh, half of March Madness. Right, right. Gotcha. I like that. Right, March Madness is a little too long. Who's your? Who do you think? Who? Who, who's your favorite? Like, who do you think, if you had to pick a winner? Shouldn't we go through the list? Yeah. we. we and maybe I, I think. Uh, I want to go through some of the list. I don't want to give all the surprises. Really? Away. Yeah. I think we should just name them all. So we, it's an old school federation, right? That's, that's, yeah. we, we're going after old school type wrestling. All right. Like, so you need my, my favorite. You know how you know how people like. I, I now, think I got an idea who. Now in WWE and all these other competitors that they don't, they don't like, uh, like when they when they bleed and stuff like that in WNCW, blood is required. Oh yeah, every pain match, is real. You will bleed. The pain is real. You will bleed before or during every match, or yeah. you will be excommunicated from NC, WNCW. Correct. 
Every um, match could be yeah. your last match. You like, must be on steroids. It's kind of like the old UFC when it was good. Right? That's where it's what like I'm, you keep fighting until you fucked up and you can't no more, and then you're going. We'll that, go get somebody else. Like, that's we're what I'm not saying. doing like this little kid shit to, no, to prey on wanna... ignorant. And this is for people who want to see people get hurt in a fight. And next level shit. Yeah, you know? and you have to be on. Like, steroids. I don't even think half of these guys that we have on the roster are not even like professionally trained. They're just like, yeah, it doesn't I'll go matter. And- it do- trust me, I've been watching. It doesn't matter. No, you don't it need. Do- no, it's a waste of time Believe training me. for this. You just like, need a good name and some good graphics, and then you and I will take care of all the promos. You don't. You don't have to learn to take a punch. You're just gonna take, take a punch, punch and yeah. fucking see what happens. See? Like, That's what, you I'm gotta, what is there to learn? Right, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, I'm I'm, I'm there. I'm there on Monday. Days and Wednesdays, and I'm watching, and it's, it's nothing special. It's nothing yeah. special. Oh, they spend a lot of time learning how to fall, like in WNCW. Yeah, you gotta learn how to not fall. Yeah, exactly. Because if you fall, that could be your last fall. If you go to the ground, we will kick you until you get up. Well, not us, person. Well, well maybe. No, I'm not gonna. Do we get to kick people? Well, yeah. If we, if we, yes, we do get to kick people. Because we're gonna have, I don't know about you, right. but I've got, I got a, I got a, uh, an insurance policy with me. Really? Well, and I got one of the wrestlers' word that he will back me. This is, and I think you miss what I'm saying. All right. I don't have a written insurance policy. I got a six foot seven, yeah. three hundred and twenty pound insurance policy. Well, mine's not that big, but he's a little yeah. uh, flaky. So who's who's yours? I'm not telling you. You're gonna find out. But. I, I mean, we're supposed to be promoting this thing. I'll tell you who my guy is, and he's, your bodyguard, and he's my my bodyguard, and he's my I'm his mouthpiece, and he's my favorite for the 32 man tournament. Oh, really, baboon? <laughs> ba- what baboon? You picking baboon? That's his. Yeah, baboon. You want to know why? Why? Yeah. Why would you pick baboon? Baboon because like this is your bodyguard. You might want to have something of of some intelligence. No, I don't want anybody smart. What? I just want somebody with a short temper who everybody that comes around me, he snaps in half. Yeah, but he, the guy pees himself. Like, a lot, Chief. I'm not... We've wa- seen him in every uh, audition he did. He pissed himself. I start yeah. to think he can't even control it. Yeah. And this is the guy you think? But what you didn't realize is that that is his gimmick. <laughs> well, I understand, because, but you got to be next to him you know all how the time. We, you know, well, to get this, Look, you know you how... You can hand back, no, no, I'm happy you know you Oh, see, don't reverse psychology. No, I'm not. Because I know you do. Because here's the deal. You know how we're going to do merchandising? There's going to be triple extra large adult diapers. And that's going to be... Baboon's gimmick. Yeah. So available is going to be. I'm trying to think of a name for the product. Oh you yeah, know? it's the it it it's it's. Oh, the, you're already making money the, off the bam- of it. Yep. Well, the idea is to oh, get yeah, rich I got on you. this. You're, the baboon will wear adult pampers. We may call them bampers or something like that. You have to go change his diaper. I mean, that be, table in the bathroom. Dude, I can't wait to see it when he comes out. There are going to be a bunch of people in adult diapers. Baboon, baboon. <laughs> you know. And they're going to be upset when he doesn't pee himself. So, Baboon, <laughs> that's my your guy. guy, right? Yeah, right. What about you? Oh man, you can keep it a secret if you want. I might change mine. Though. Okay, so while you're thinking about that, let's go some of the, let's go through some of the, uh, some of our roster. Well, wait, about- I'll just give you mine then. Okay, well, who's who's your who's your muscle? As of right now, I'm going to go with Thunder Lips. Thunder Lips? Yeah, man. He's not as big as Baboon. Thanks. He's not as big as Baboon, and he only has I three know, fingers but, on his right hand. But he makes me laugh. How did he lose those fingers? I don't know. 
I don't ask right. those questions. He said he didn't want to talk about it. I'm like, all right, the man don't want to talk about it. I didn't pressure him into it. Like, tell me how you lost those fingers. No. Well, we're going to talk about this because people might want to know how you lost those fingers. I'm sure it was like doing concrete work or something, right? I mean, right. the guy's not, you could tell he's just because he's worker. Mexican. No. You think just because he's Mexican, it had to be doing concrete work? No, because that shit was all drying on his fingers. Like, yeah, it was but, white. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know what's weird is that... It's, it's weird the, world. It's the, it's, it's the pinky and the index. As if, as if it was someone was... Oh. Meant, so he couldn't do the horns anymore. Those are the two fingers he's missing. So he's got these two middle... And, yeah. and the yeah. thumb. He's almost like a lobster. Thank God he's got the thumb. Yeah. Thank God he's got the thumb, because... Well, I think he doesn't even use his hands. He just bites shit and uses lips. Like, Isn't, those things have independent motions on him. Like, giant fucking lips on this guy. They do. And they can move. Like, he can... That's why I was like, oh, this guy would be great for promo. They got, like, like... It's like they got... It's like two polio legs yeah. in the middle of that. Super nice guy. Don't understand anything he says, but he understands me perfectly. And, like, when I go do, you know... I think they call that, that 1.5 lingual. All right. right, it works. Whatever, he whatever speak he is. His language, and then he, he can. I've never heard him say anything, though. He just yeah, always. Mm. See, that's my thing, though. I don't know if he's gonna win the championship, though. I'm not gonna take him as my pick, and uh, he might be upset about that, or you know, it doesn't really matter. So I'm gonna go ahead and write this down. With but I, I don't think he's the the best wrestler or fighter in this organization. Well, no. I mean, but look. he's loyal as hell. I can't understand what he says, and just. You know, he's willing to do anything I ask. Like, like he, he will, he will, you know, take a bullet for me. Well, then. Pickle so, wouldn't try to take the bullet. He just would if he was in the same, like, 500-mile radius. So, because, yeah, you said he's not the best wrestler. That's clear because I think it's very clear that our ace in the hole, our stud, our number one guy is Big Money Malone. I don't call him Big Money for nothing. Big Money Malone. Dude, all right, that's WNCW on the Wine and Cheese Show. Thirtieth Players Network. CW. That's some funny shit in there. I'm excited about it. It's interesting. It's going well. Uh, well, it was. <laughs> we got a big thing coming up Monday night. Oh yeah. At a at a secret, you know, place, really? and we're taping all this. We're recording it, but we're not going live. It's just too much trouble. To, uh, yeah, I, to I, do, I, so. I'm very. Maybe that, that'll be part of my what's made it, gotta say. What's that? The Facebook Live thing. That's just sometimes more trouble than yeah. it's worth on well, there. We're not there yet. I know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, re- we're recording Monday night. We got our first main you know, event. All right. So we'll see how that goes. We'll keep everybody up to date. We should be doing wine and cheese again on Wednesday. Nice. So we'll have a full update on what happened on WNCW, WNCW. Our, first, our first event. CW. Monday night. Monday, it's not open Monday, to the public. Monday. Oh, so nobody can go. So you got to listen to Closed it. Closed door That's recording. Smart. That's pretty smart. Yeah, we're saving it. Tell we're everybody actually, and not, not give think, it to them. I think we're going to stockpile all the all the footage and then hold out for a, a big deal. Nice. I don't know. We'll see. Keep up to date with that. Allie advised me during the week that I'm a bad motivator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm bad at motivating. Much, oh, you, you go ahead. No, go ahead. He pretty much said that he's the only person that does anything on the show. It's not what he said. Oh, really? I can right. do this. Well, that's Allie's interpretation, <laughs> but we'll run with that. Go ahead. So, he said something like, we don't do any preparation. Both of us? Am and I, I involved like, in this? I was like, Mayday actually does a lot. I, I took up for you. And then he was like, yeah, you're right. 
Maybe I was lumping you together for... Uh, <laughs> so really, he just meant me. So then he realized Uh-oh. that, yes, you do a lot, and then it's just me. Well, one thing I did say, Mayday was producing the next uh, the next episode to where he goes, hey, I want Mr. Harry. He came up with the idea of... Uh, oh, yeah. He's been spearheading that. And I'll... So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to... I'm talking... What I was talking about <laughs> is pulling content. You had... Ali had a complaint about... Oh, it just seems like we're talking about movies too much or this. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what we're doing right now. It's not right. like we plan to do right, this. Right, right. Yeah. It was like, all right, we're not going to shows and right. we're not, you know, actively involved in some kind of a local music scene You're or whatever it is. Say I, like I think it. the dude, <laughs> look, I think the show has been way better with you guys. Just it, man, it's, it's cool to listen to you all just kind of like doing your your regular day shit and kind of talking about That's it. That's what I this mean, show's always kind of been about is what the things we experience it and doing. But Allie was like, uh, and basically what I said was, y'all, could, I'd love to bring more bits you want to talk about something yeah. talk about it i'm like but you got to do some prep work for it because that that's kind of shows through like <laughs> right every time we've come up with an idea with bits and and not just with with ali with everybody i mean i think everybody's guilty of it you don't put in the work before and then the bits really either not that good or you just really don't have that much information on it. it's like it takes prep work so like I always said, if anybody's got an idea or wants to do something and you're willing to put forth the the couple of minutes, like Mayday goes and chops shit up and he goes, all right, for these bits, I have these right. these things, you know? Right. But Ali took a kind of offense to it. which No, not really. I mean, I don't really care. Is that, like, I don't care if he thinks. But my response basically was, somebody has to be the slacker. Why not it be me? And that's Why do you where, feel you're the I slacker? Stand. Well, he feels I'm the slacker. I'm just saying, don't criticize the fucking bits we do unless you're bringing something right. to the table. Oh, like, I'm perfect. Ho, 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 I brought fucking water and coffee to the table, my friend. <laughs> you did good. <laughs> Motherfucker, I brought <laughs> some shit to the table. You understand Allie, my point? That, Allie, like, that's, oh, yeah. that says a lot. If Mayday started bitching about the bits and uh, I don't want you to talk about that because I can't find clips to it or, or I feel we're talking about this too much, it's like, all right, well, what you got? What's Mayday got to say? What you got? What right. you got? So basically what I was telling you is if you... The complaint department's closed unless you're, you're coming <laughs> you got, to the table with some ideas. Yeah, right? I'm with yeah, but dude, I'm really good at just freestyling. I don't need all that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the third chair always says. Yeah, you're right. Uh, winging it. Oh, I, uh, I'm going to wing it tonight. <laughs> Helpful so, Alley. <laughs> so I guess we're going to have... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Helpful Alley. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's my new name. I got it. I guess we're going to have a, um, a very uh, hairy Mother's Day is what we're oh, looking at indeed. here. The mother of all shows. <laughs> I can't wait for that. So, Mayday. You and me both. What's yes, Mayday got to say? This is the Mayday bit right now. What's Mayday got to right. say? What you bringing to the table today? What am I bringing to the table? It's a PSA about Facebook Live and this whole streaming <laughs> thing. That, if, right. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate that you want to broadcast, uh, broadcast <laughs> what you're doing. You don't even have Facebook. Right, I know. Sorry. This is Thank why. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So many people do it so poorly that it's not worth watching. And then it's choppy if you don't have a good internet connection. And just it seems the audio is usually bad. The video is usually bad. It just it seems like it's ruining it to a certain degree like that. uh, When you watch it that way, it just uh, it's like almost listening to bad audio, like a really well done song in a bad presentation. It's the same thing. It's like you're trying to convey an experience, but you're putting it in such a bad light. 
that it's almost negatively impacting it. And I, I I've kind of I got to experience that, and it, it kind of. What did you experience? I gotta know. This is. This is I can't very say odd. specifics, but we did a live show where I was part of a live stream, and they did not have a good enough interconnect. If internet you can't connection. do it well, don't do it. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yes. That Unless it's something it. like a car crash or oh, like yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. that is <laughs> not going to get recorded. Right. Absolutely. Please send that audio to but me. But you're talking more like preferably. live shows and stuff. When people yeah, post just, these videos of live shows and it, the, the sound is horrible because and the video too looks close horrible, to speak right. out, we're not going to go through logistics, right. but it looks bad because the, the camera can't handle the lighting. And it sounds bad because the speakers and the microphone can't handle the right. audio. You're posting a very poor representation of something that you probably like. Right. And, and it may be good, but I think on that presentation, when people see that, it it it's degrading. It degradates the experience, the actual experience. I think it turns some people off. They're like, oh, uh, you I don't know what, know what the fuck you know is what going it reminds on. Me of? I know some of these people, hopefully they're listening, they go and steal the movies. They don't want to pay the money because they think that they just uh, deserve yeah, yeah. art oh, and people will spend that. money. Yeah, they, that's, they think they deserve people to spend money to make this shit right. so that they can steal it. And they'll watch it's it in a shit quality. Yep. Like if somebody went out there and stole Guardians of the Galaxy and watched that from somebody recording it on a camcorder. Why would you do or something, that? Because they fucking with. just those people. They just want to see it, but they don't want to put forth any of the effort. So they're willing to, to rob themselves of the experience the and also rob the money that it costs to make those things. Yeah, but I Guardians of the Galaxy and and Rogue One and Force Awakens are a very good example of that. I mean, if you go and you look up any of those mods that like Force Awakens and and Rogue One, you know, not on the side. But I mean, before they were released to DVD or Blu-ray. And you wanted to watch those movies on something like a streaming service that was like a, you know, like you go and look at, like hijack a movie basically to watch it. Everything on there was was all hand cam shots. Like yeah, somebody shot the shit in China. Like you can sit there and it actually has the Chinese subtitles, you know, or, or for some other country. And I agree with you. I mean, man, you have a movie that someone, like somebody sits there and says, I'm going to make a, a superhero movie or a Star Wars movie or a Star Trek movie or an alien movie or whatever. And the audience that I'm calling to is expecting high quality images and sound. Yes. Why in the fuck would you want to watch a, a hand cam version? That goes of that? hand in hand of the, between YouTube and that, the, the market is already oversaturated. So when you're putting that as a negative light where it's not doing it justice, I think it's it's robbing it. It's robbing the actual experience, also the people that worked on it. You know, and I have a I have a big problem with that because it's, you, they're getting cheated, they're getting ripped off on that, and it's not fair in a way. You know, right. so yeah. good luck on that that's on that me. battle. Oh, I understand. It's not going to happen. Just be more and more. Uh, I'm waiting. Agree. My mom's going to start going Facebook Live. That's how you know when it's over. When my parents start doing it, that's it. <laughs> oh, God. I, I have a, Here we um, go. I, Here we go. I have oh, a jailbroken. I got a jailbroken, you know, fire stick that I oh, watch really? stuff on. Right. But Lock the doors, get him. But no, wait, wait. But hold on. Time out. The stuff that I watch is all available on free apps. It's just the thing with it is, is that some of those episodes fall off of the they fall off of the queue sometimes, and I don't have the time to catch up with them 
at the rate that they're releasing. Whenever you want to lie to yourself. Well, no, 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 seriously. This is what Mayday's got to say. I can go, no, look, I can go on the CW app and I can watch the shows I want to watch or the ABC app. Why would you, you want to do that? This yeah, dude, I mean, look, horrible. I like The Flash, man. I like oh. that show. Oh. But, but when I go and I want to watch that, they only release like four episodes at a time. I might miss like fucking eight of them. But I have my fire stick to where I can use that to fall back. But I, I got don't, that fire nice. stick. All my other shit I watch on Netflix, and I pay for Netflix. Right. So, Well, I hope you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else left to say, and that's all for uh, this week. It. I think that's all for this week. Yeah. I'm going to have a lot. Well, hopefully, between Harry and I we're and the moms next week, we're going to have quite a lot to say. Right. Maybe not. Maybe oh, just Harry will be... just railroad us the whole time. <laughs> Probably. Well, dude, the next segment... Alley Investigations. I'm really excited to hear what this is about. Really? Who yeah. is Jackson Jackson? Well, basically, he's like the most prolific guitar player in all of known history to mankind. I've seen this guy. It's fucking amazing. So it's just like, out of nowhere, this fucking dude is just taking the music scene and turning it upside down. And I don't even just mean... He's the- making it great again. I don't just mean the local music scene. I mean, like, worldwide, planet-wide, universe-wide. Jackson Jackson is just, like, he's on a whole nother level that I think a lot of people don't even understand it because they do have some fucking haters. Really? Yeah, they How do. They've like had people guy. hate on him, dude. Like, comment on his stuff and just say, this is garbage. You know, just the dumb shit. You know people do that when they know something's good, especially when it's as good as this, and you can't handle it, and they just, they hate. They hate on this fucking if he dude. If he hooked up with that new drummer, the guy is uh, teaching everybody that you can go there and he'll do the double kicks. Oh, the kickers, boy? Yeah, if he hooks up with him, that's going to be impressive. Dude. That was stunning. I don't even know if I could handle that. Between dude, Jackson those Jackson two- and new B- Mebra and then uh, Greg from Brobridge get together, <laughs> we on, could be bro. in trouble. Like, so, we got a powerhouse. Exactly. What I know about... Um, Jackson Jackson from his Facebook profile because he's kind of a mystery. Like I've never seen him before out in the scene or whatever. He don't but, go to shows like the rest of the musicians. Um, he's a his his <laughs> occupation is rock god, at musician. That's <laughs> I mean, shooting um, big. He studied conspiracy <laughs> ego's theories. Ego's son. Okay, he studied conspiracy theories at David Wolf Education Center for Greatness, and he also went to L W Higgins High School, and that's in Marrero. So. How the fuck did I not see this dude? You see what I'm saying? Like, I how have did some I not evidence know? too for you, Alex. I was growing up that close to a legend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Didn't even know it. Uh, apparently, he's from Venice, Louisiana, and he's been married since May 8th, 1990. So I don't know how old. It says his birthday's May 8th, 1990. So like, what? I don't know if like he was born and he was already married. Might I think he's married arranged. to himself. He's like a, he's like Cartman's mom, I guess, where it's like just one person. Like he could birth things just by himself without. You know what I'm saying? He's like, um, sure. whatever they that. call it just in the animals. Where they can just like reproduce he's like Shmi Skywalker, man. Something sexual, but I can't think oh, of yeah, word. He's that, yeah. dude. He like, can pollinate asexual. himself. Asexual. It's no, not asexual, Ellie. though. It's like no. something where you can like do your own self. Like do yourself. Ampimorphic. Like Allie. people tell him go fuck himself. He's like, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Allie, I didn't know I, I didn't know you were in the middle of this investigation, but I can give you a piece of evidence that might help you lock some stuff together too. Oh my god. Someone right. someone sent me this guy's profile that I should be watching this guy, and it was sent to me by Devin Fleming. So <laughs> Oh man, don't trust him, man. So it was sent to it was sent to me by Devin. So okay, if that so- adds in, if that adds into your investigation and helps you 
follow the trail of breadcrumbs. I think there Devin's just a fanboy chasing after him. I don't think he's got anything to do. He's not in associates with him. At I wouldn't oh, open okay. his email personally. So the main thing is he's a he's a musician. He's a rock god, as we said. But he's giving lessons now. Like he's trying to teach. He's not being one of those greedy, egotistical motherfuckers. He's like the all love, no hate kind of guy. Almost like a hippie, slow Why he stutters. And um, I don't like him. Basically, already. um, he's giving lessons to like little children and shit, and teaching people how to play guitar that like never could learn from. I mean, he's one of those where it's like a mentoring you. Like he's like creating a fucking. He's creating young minds into like incredible players. But um, so basically um. Fuck them eight year He said that when he was in the uh, David Wolf Education Center for Greatness, he learned how to align his chakra and the value of avoiding big pharma. Says that chocolate is an octave of the sun, and anyone who denies it is an uneducated Neanderthal. So that kind of explains how he feels about um, this dude. Sounds like a fucking college, <laughs> like philosophy. Student. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously he's real in touch with his spiritual side. And when he's not playing guitar, he's he reading. tries to. He's trying to obviously spread awareness about big pharmacy. You know, either that or throwing Molotov cocktails for Antifa. <laughs> um, the reason he said he dropped out of school. He dropped out of L.W. Higgins. Um, right, said um, See, he, didn't he didn't feel the need. That. He didn't feel the need to entertain the idea of an institutionalized education system. He feels that public education is a burden on the taxpayers and did not feel it reflects or my or their conservative values. Right, so he's a guitar player, a musician with a platform. Yeah. So it's like yeah, and like I said, he's teaching children, and I mean. His guitar he's lessons back. are quite a sight to behold. He's giving back, and then yeah, he's got a whole YouTube channel now. And it's like for beginners to learn how to play, you know, guitar. He's like really easy and really simple. Um, he's almost like the Bob Ross of guitar. It's a, he says one point, he's like, it's okay. If, if you mess up, you know, it's, it's okay. Just try again. It's going to be okay. Like I he thought really you were going to say because of the afro. No, I think he's going to, the afro too, I guess. Dude, did you know Bob Ross's afro was fake? Totally. No, I had no idea. Yeah, that it's kind of like jo- Justin, Wil- uh, Justin Wilson, the Cajun chef. His accent was fake. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's fucking crazy. Right. Was? Yes, it was. That was all an act to sell TV. Talking about Justin Wilson, you said. Justin Wilson. Oh I God, guarantee. that was fake. Oh I man, guarantee. he was so good. That accent was fake as a motherfucker. Oh, not real him. accent. Oh, not real accent. Ball, right. why you tell me that? Ball. Not real coot. Not, not real coot. Justin Wilson. Ass. That boy not really Cajun, man. You fucking with me, ball? Well, anything else on Jackson Jackson? That's well, it. I was trying. Man, it sounds yeah, the, like you're a big fan. Basically, yeah. He. I think Jesus. that what he's doing is he's not yeah. only performing, but he's giving back to the community by sharing his ridiculous talent like in his teaching style so he's like making kids feel good about themselves while actually learning something from you know uh, we'll like I said, find out in a couple of months he's a pedophile that's how, that's how no, Devin knows no, him no. I think he might teach adults too but he's teaching people who really have never touched a guitar before like he's kind of you know, like easing them in. Sounds this like sounds like less of an investigation before. and more of a commercial. <laughs> yeah, no, and I yeah. wanted to tell you, too, Jeez. that earlier you mentioned... Fair and balanced, dude. Not real. Earlier you mentioned the kickers. Uh, somebody that Mebron knows is Chaz. His name's Chaz. It's Chaz's Times 2 or X2 Kicker Emporium. So his, his, his basic thing was, if, you, if your band, if your drummer can't play kickers... We got kickers for you, boy. And, you know, he kind of, he explained all the different types of kickers he had to do the double bass or whatever it is. And, man, it's, that dude's got a cool thing going, too, because he's kind of, hey, your drummer sucks. Look, you can just use this little device that he makes 
and then it'll just play double bass form. It's pretty I'm cool. You, the scene is coming back. I'm happy to be a <laughs> yeah, part of it. Look at these people that we have that are like, but see, that's the main thing, though. This is, about, this is about fucking community, and these guys are selflessly giving of themselves. You know what I mean? This Neither the one of them are charging a lot of money. group of people and they're trying that have to actually done music build, around in a while. Yeah, they're building this scene up to be something that should be, where people are more of like a community and not like a competition. They're sharing what they have instead of like hoarding it. You that's know? great. Well, go check out me, bruh. He's, well, that's no, not me, the, well, But it's up on the Mebra page, well, it's on correct? the Mebra. It's and on Mebra. So go check that out. And Facebook also you can page. check out Jackson. 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 Yes. Mebra, you be Mebra. Mebra is a scene onto his own, man. He is. Fucking love that dude. Dude, we watched Give Me Shelter. During the week, I did my, you know, I'm trying to get ready to go to sleep. So I started flipping through YouTube shit. And watch list. Uh, they got tons of list on YouTube, man. And I can't help it. I gotta watch. Is it, it. kind of like the ten bands that like you you've seen, but we have to guess which one you did? And those <laughs> no, kind of no, fucking no, list. These don't fuck with you. They're just like different list. It, top ten, um, oh. ten reasons this. And oh, all, I can't all even them. watch but that. I don't watch suicide ones anymore. A thirteen. <laughs> I got thirteen reasons. Thirteen why. was enough. Yeah. God. Thirteen reasons. Oh, let's go to this. Since go we take it a up. bath, Hannah. Season two of Thirteen <laughs> Reasons has got got approved. Green Are you serious? They There'll really be do? thirteen more reasons. Yeah, thirteen oh, more in reasons. the courtroom. This is one of the ones. It did good. It was a good show. Let it die, like Hannah Baker. Like, why Let do we need? We don't need no, it. dude. There was a lot of unanswered. I don't want to see fucking him driving around in Tony's car, going on adventures, oh, talking about man, Hannah no, Baker. There was a lot that's going to happen to these people. How does it end? They become Hari Krishna or something Hare like Krishna. that. Krista, Krista. We could do that for the next 20 minutes and just call out a night. Give me shelter documentary. They had the, the top fucking, un, like, uh, what was it? I can't remember the name of it. Something like documentaries that they tried to get pulled or top doc controversial documentaries or something. And one of them comes up and it was Give Me Shelter. And it was about the, the free Rolling Stones concert that they did. In, uh, I think it was in 69, the documentary came out. This is the, the one 70s. with the Hells Angels? Yeah, yeah. Hells yeah. Angels got hired to, to do security <laughs> for it. Yeah. That wasn't uh, going to end well. So I'm like, man, this. Who hired him? I, that, that, oh, wait, let's get to right, it. Let right, me go. Right, so right. we. So there's a guy, a black guy, gets killed in it by a Hells Angel member who got hired to do security. And I think they were paid in beer and cigarettes. And then uh, the guy ends up getting off with. With killing him, like it was justified, and here's a documentary about it, and that's all I knew, all right? Well, I turned the documentary on, and very cool to see, you know, Rolling Stones perform. I think they start showing footage three shows before the free concert. Yeah, okay. In the beginning, the documentary starts off, and it's just different members of the Rolling Stones watching the footage that you're about to watch. And kind of their comments. And it's not like a whole bunch of comments. Almost their reactions. They weren't saying much, which was smart. You know, this is a court case oh, that was yeah. happening. So they're not saying much, but they're commenting a little bit on the footage as they're watching. I think they also are listening to a radio show that are talking about the incident. Right. And it's kind of their reactions. Then there's footage of them performing on, on the, at the shows leading up to this. There's no voiceovers. 
like at all. There's no one directly. So you're just uh, watching narrating. their natural reaction. You're watching their reaction, and then they're cutting to actual footage, and there's no one narrating over this thing. You're just wow. watching the footage that they recorded. That's pretty fucking cool, though. About halfway through, I didn't. I wanted to watch a documentary, not a live performance by the Rolling Stones. So I kind of was fast forwarding because I got I got bored. Like I was like ah. It was yeah, cool well, to watch one song, but it looks the same. Anyway, I kind of I cheated and I fast-forwarded to the build-up to the the big concert. Well, you could see, this is not going uh, well. Yeah. They show some footage of a lawyer talking to the guy who owns the racetrack that they want to have it at. And, dude, they're already bickering that the guy who owns the racetrack does not want it to happen. think this is just post-Woodstock. I think a lot of people who are... I, I'm almost positive I didn't really do a whole lot of research, but I seen him with the the jacket that kind of looks like an Indian jacket. It looked like the same guy who put on uh, Woodstock was involved in helping put on this. And I think the people who wanted to go to it, they wanted to relive Woodstock. They wanted to, They probably didn't go to Woodstock, and they were like, I want to do that. They saw the pictures, and they heard about it, and they wanted to reenact Woodstock. And I, I think this free show was trying to capture some kind of... Uh, of energy, just of like Woodstock 2, you know, they were going to do it. Jefferson Airplane was playing that and a couple of other bands. I don't remember the names. But the, it's already going bad before it even starts, right? They get to the concert. And the Rolling Stones get off and Mick Jagger, they get off a helicopter and Mick Jagger gets like punched in the face almost instantly by like a crazy fan. Wow. And I mean, they have no control over this thing. You look and you see a couple of cops here and there, maybe like oh, yeah. three right. throughout the whole thing. And then there's tons of these Hell's, Hell's Angels uh, members. But it didn't look like they were doing security at first. It looked like they almost just had a couple of cops and thought people were just going to behave themselves, right? That's kind of what it looked like. Because I'm not sure, but from watching a documentary, it seemed like to me that they hired them like a little bit into the concert right. to go, hey, we need some security. Right. And these guys are here. They're a unit. They all match. I think they said they got X. One of the guys, I think he said, got paid in beer. Yeah. You know, it's like, so they're like, hell yeah, we'll do security. So they start doing security. There's so many people out there. It's just a sea of people. It looked like, it, can you imagine Jazz Fest? But you start nosing things like they didn't put barricades in front of the stage. Oh, yeah. So oh. the people, the massive crowd is yeah. up at the thing. Dude, they go out there in the middle of the day, and you could tell there's, like, heavy LSD use, drinking, probably tons of pot. Like, they're going going at it. And you could see in the footage, like, man, shit's deteriorating before the first band even gets on right, they stage. they haven't done uh, finished setting up. Yeah, they yet. haven't right. dropped one note, and these right. people are all they fucked built up some and crazy. I don't know what the scaffolding was for, but it was up there, and, of course, people are climbing on it, right. and they're like, you please get right. down off of this. It's not made. It's going to fall, you know? So they're having trouble already. The concert starts... The first band, before the first band even it gets into it, and they weren't very popular. I didn't even hear them. I'm sure they were kind of popular at that time, but they didn't withstand the test of time because I didn't, I didn't even, uh, I don't know who they were. But the crowd's already going nuts trying to get on the stage. It's just pandemonium. The uh, Hell's Angels start performing security, right? And they're like bringing their bikes in. <laughs> You see them driving the bikes through the crowds and they're like parking the bikes kind of by the stage and shit. And you're like, this is just fucking dumb. Like, I couldn't believe it was happening. I'm like, this is real life. This really happened. Mayday and I were talking earlier. I was like, it's a long time ago. He's like, well, no, it wasn't really that long. I'm like, well, things seem so different now from, what, 40 years ago. 40,000. Thousand. But it just, 
to, to watch it. This is the Rolling Stones that are about to get up on stage, and there's no barricades. The security is being yeah, put and on and by and the Yeah, and their security is a fucking, like, legendary violent motorcycle gang like with pools like the <laughs> yeah, one like bring pools like like <laughs> the i mean dude the gang i mean when you think about yeah, motorcycle the, violent the motorcycle gangs who do you think of the right. fucking hell's angels with a bunch of free love fucking hippies. Yeah, yeah so that's a that's a brilliant idea. They're out there with pool sticks. Like they, they had pool sticks out there. Like I know, were, multiple. How did they even too. get there? And you're on a bike, so you know pool sticks probably not the easiest thing to bring with you. Did they like get the sh- the pool sticks shipped in there? I don't know. It's very complicated. But man, Jefferson Airplane, they're playing, performing, which is cool to see Gray Slick kind of up there doing a thing. Oh, yeah. That was neat. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see a lot of footage of them before, so yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, uh, and, dude, they have no room on the stage because all the Hells Angels are, like, on the stage, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then people in the crowd, they got naked people. A lot of, you know, oh, people yeah, the, the naked chick naked. trying to get up. Yeah. And, like, they had to keep they on pushing They got a dude down. having a seizure in the audience, yeah. and they're, like, passing yeah, him around. Yeah, he's crowd like, surfing. It looks like he's crowd surfing, but he's having a seizure. <laughs> like, you could look at when they get the good camera angle, and you're like, wow, that dude was, like, having a problem. Right. And they just pass right. him There's around a, like hey, a joint. Awesome. Like, holy crap. There's no... They asking people if you're. A, we need. Oh, we need. <laughs> we need supplies like for the Ace volunteer bandages and gauze and yeah. stuff. No. Oh god. If there are any doctors, crazy. please report to the scaffolding. <laughs> One of the the singer, not Grace Slick, but the guy, he gets fucking punched. But I think a Hell's Angels thinking maybe he was a guy from the crowd trying to get on. He gets freaking punched. Yeah. They're like begging people. To, to chill out, right? Yeah. I think at one point, Grace Slick uh, asked him to, to sit down because everybody kind of sits yeah. down. And it's like, oh, man, they try to get through. It looked like every band, the bands weren't even having fun. They were right. just like, I think they were legitimately scared oh, and yeah. should have been. Yeah, it was bad. People were on and the stage. They were the also time. coming from every angle of the stage. So basically, if something happened, they basically were like surrounded on an island of this yeah. like of people. And you know how when we go to like metal shows, that's what they wanted to feel like? That's the environment they're trying to make. Yeah. And it, watching this, oh yeah, that That's, was real. Right. Like you were feeling that, that was a more metal right. than any metal show I've ever seen. Like holy crap! Yeah, some shit was going down. So then, dude, by the time it gets dark, and it's cool because just like at a concert, there's that cool transition that happens between the day and the night show. It like gets taken up to that whole nother level, and and it, things look completely different. Now, this whole documentary has no narration, in, in, no narration at all. So, in Zero. other words, all right. So, the part you're talking about, this goes through the whole thing. I'm like, there's no narration in some parts and not in others. No. Zero narration. Wow. And so, I think you'll like it too. It's kind of cool. George Lucas was actually one of the cameramen, but yeah. none of his footage got used because his camera jammed. Oh. So he was there recording. It wasn't actually George out. Lucas. It was Harrison Ford. That's who it was. Uh, George Lucas. Him too? Why? Because I know Ford was one of the guys who was... Uh, Ford Ford did camera for some show and they told him he was terrible and he actually got fired. Oh, so really? I reviewed no. that in an interview. No, supposedly yeah. on the uh... could have been George Lucas. I, I'm yeah, I'm... I don't know, but they, he they, was they, there. The directors <laughs> are called the Maisley Brothers, and they that was kind of their thing. Let's make a documentary and just show what the facts. What so we you're reported. watching, yeah, you're watching a concert movie, but you're actually watching. The crazy fucking shit that's going on, and then yeah. you're also watching the crazy shit going on on film while members of the Stones are watching it for the first time, and they're filming that. Uh, now, what what year? How old are they when they're watching this? Oh, 
Oh, like, it's recent. The, yeah. the, oh, like, so this I was think the recent. concert was in '69. The yeah. documentary came out in '70. Yeah, it was within like a month or so. When oh, they shot okay. It so they're still so was, they're still pretty young. Oh yeah. When they're watching yeah. this. Oh yeah. 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 yeah and well, the I, directors that was kind of that thing of don't put narration to it because then you're swaying it some way. Like if you want to do a documentary film, it I just mean, that's show. Pretty, that's pretty interesting. Just show what the fuck was that happened and let people draw their own conclusions. And they got some really good footage. Dude, it gets to the point where Mick Jagger, you could tell he's he's not having fun. You could tell he's scared because they're uh, you start to hang on every word you say because you realize the impact that it can oh, have. Oh yeah, yeah. And like he would just get into sympathy for the devil, and it's like, holy shit! Like right. he everybody knew. Everybody calm like, down. Yeah. Calm after down. he's like, man, weird things happen when we play that song. And it's yeah. just like, man, the Hell's Angels just start. They got camera footage of one of them. You watch him just start checking out. He starts oh, taking yeah. off his fucking vest you because he's sweating he, so much yeah. and he's making all them crate like he's yeah. going into the the nether regions right. like he's going bye bye yeah. and then they, they all the hell's angels guy sees him and like grabs him and yanks him. This guy was doing security like on stage with me, yeah. Mick Jagger. Like yeah, this like is happening right, yeah, right. from me to Mayday. Yeah. Mick Jagger's doing a song and there's the fucking hell's angel guy fucking going uh, checking out. And the, the wow. crowd is just fucking. They're fighting. Oh, yeah. There's too many of them. They're they're trying to get on stage. The Hell's Angels member. Every once in a while, you just see a big fight break out and then kind of diminish. And then uh, Jag is begging them, everybody to chill out. He asks them again right. to sit down. They try to make everybody sit down to listen to the song. And yeah. it was like, man, that's when they needed to pull out wild horses. If he would have yeah. done that, he called <laughs> call them all Only- down. Only dude I've ever seen calm a crowd like that. And I mean, granted, the crowd wasn't to that extreme. But I remember when Voodoo, it was the first year that Tool played. And they had uh, Bush was the warm-up act. And the crowd was getting fucking rowdy. And, like, the, the dildos from Bush had, like, no control over the crowd. Well, Maynard came out from Tool. And they, you know, gear up to play their shit. And he had a conversation with the crowd to calm everybody the fuck down. And instead of breaking up with a song... That like you know one of these rip your face off tool songs, they're playing that trippy serene shit, and if you watch Maynard give that speech to calm that crowd down, it was unfucking believable. I'll never forget that. I mean, it was like he was telling them take a deep breath, now exhale, take a deep breath, take two steps back, you know, and the crowd was listening to what he said, and he had their fucking ass chilled out in like ten minutes. Yeah. It was it was unreal. Yeah, it's just as much of a talent yeah. to calm people down as it is to excite them. Kind of uh, like the little bug yeah. bitch in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but man, I thought it was a great documentary. Unfortunately, I did have to fast forward through it. I did fast forward through a little of it. I really enjoyed most of it. I enjoyed probably about 85 percent of it. There was a little yeah. bit that was a little boring that needed to go a little bit faster. But it's very interesting to see that peak of people. Um, oh, the last the actual, 15, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to actually watch the incident happen because there were people, there were multiple cameras on stage. You could actually see the dude pull the gun out and then fucking uh, the Hell's Angel attack him with a knife. It the was crazy. crazy that you see him earlier right. also. Yeah. Like he stood and out. He was wearing a like, giant gonna, green. If you're going to rush the stage and shoot somebody, thing, yeah, yeah, you might not want to wear a lime green. <laughs> he looked like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> and then you saw the actual, the chick after that was right next to him, I guess. Yeah, his they were girlfriend together. or something. Yeah. yeah uh, he, they basically called him DOA. And you see the girl like a couple feet away 
they're closing them up, and she, you know, they're like, "We're doing everything we can." Well, and she's got, like, "I gotta go with him. I gotta go with him." Yeah, like, the guy's over out, there man. going, "Everything's gonna. He's gonna be okay." Yeah, and it's like, "Nah, man, no, they're dead. He's hey, dead." Did you man. catch? Did you catch? You saw the arm hanging out, like when he was dead, and they put the no. uh, cloth over. The arm was hanging out of the gurney, and it was full of blood. And like you could just barely see it, and then the guy next to him that helped get him on the gurney was all full of blood. It was kind of it yeah. was kind of surreal. At they stop crazy, him. They, man. they freeze the footage, and you see the gun against the chick that was with him's oh, dress, yeah. Yeah. and then you see the Hell's Angels guy coming at him with a knife. Right. I think they stabbed the shit out of him and killed yeah. him. But they did get off because he he didn't have a gun. Right. He was going at the stage. Like God damn it! If you yeah. gonna if I'm paying somebody to do security, I'm right. not gonna say he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gun against the knife. Dude I mean, if it was a cop, would he would have had a, he would have shot at him or something? Right. A crowd of shot, people, right. like oh man, that was just crazy that, that it work? even happened. You know, Allie, what'd you think of it? Um, I thought it was pretty crazy. I mean, weird to see, um, knowing that they still have festivals like that where there's like thousands and thousands of people sardined in somewhere. That was like three hundred thousand. I'm just no, but I'm just making a point that like the being sardined in thing, like. The way that people were acting then and the drugs that they were on, oh, yeah. it seemed to be a lot fucking scarier to yeah. be at something like that back then. Is what I was, was trying no to get to. Because there was no control. Like there was no control, and people were different back then. And like people, I mean, you probably get shot here, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> these people were on some fucked up drugs. Like it wasn't even they wanted to be violent. I think like they just people were out the box. Dudes were like seizing up and like flipping out and shit and people were like passing out throwing up i mean it was crazy i think you do have that now it's just different it's it's handled better like this that was the, wasn't you an could never do that like you that. could never do that now because of insurance companies oh, God. well one thing we were saying to each other was there's no way that would happen now because everything you go to there's security like a motherfucker there's barricades way far from the stage like they were on the stage like there was at least 50 oh, yeah. people on the stage at one point they're trying to get them all up <laughs> and there was no like, buffer from the stage nothing, too. they were right? literally up to they the, were, the stage they the monitors the stage. keep falling off the stage and you're watching people go and they start pushing the yeah. monitors back they up made on like the a stage. barricade with them oh, you the most, yeah, yeah. the most recent example of of a concert like this would be that that fucking horrible bullshit recreation of 1999 with woodstock where they tried to bring back Woodstock 1999, and was it was like Pearl Jam and Rage oh, it was like every motherfucker that was popular at the time. It was like every, I mean, it was like Sheryl Crow to Limp Biscuit, the Soundgarden, the Green Day. If they, if there was a fucking act selling albums, they played at this goddamn thing. And I mean, dude, it was a selling 32 ounce cokes and fucking you know forty dollar t shirts and typical bullshit you know and i mean dude there was a lot of violence and a lot of shit they set stuff on fire was that the bonfire yeah i remember when i remember when mtv came out they like they covered it and the guy at the time was kirk loader who was their big uh their big news guy he came out at the end and basically said look i thought this from the beginning and now i can like break corporate character this festival is a pile of fucking bullshit and all of this crap that you're watching right now is to do with fucking greed and mass fucking consumerism. And, dude, he was right. I mean, that that's the only thing in recent memory that I can remember. I mean, except fucking, you know, Eagles of Death Metal show where you got a bunch of dudes that show up and oozy the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> but, I mean, but you I know, I mean, that. I'm talking to, like, a festival like this. I mean, yeah, that, that bullshit Woodstock 1999 was fucking trash. <laughs> Who knows, maybe we'll get a documentary about that bullshit someday.
Yo, we went to Jared's birthday, man. Happy birthday, Jared. Happy that birthday, was great. I got to see his wrestling collection. <laughs> they were awesome. That was awesome. It was a fun day. Got to hang out with Brawler. Got to hang out with Shane and Sam. Yeah, they're coming on in two weeks. Brawler and, and Jared in yes. the same room. The Not Save Real it, Studio may never be the same again. <laughs> 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 they definitely like the, the compliment mayday, which usually works out great for everybody. I'm sure it'll be still. Yeah, like I agree. <laughs> That should be fun. Dude, I, I found this. I thought it was kind of funny, not just because the guy's funny looking himself, but there's a movie being made. I think it's, I don't know, maybe next year or something. Rampage, the movie based on the, the 1980s video game. <laughs> and if that wasn't exciting enough, The Rock's going to star in it. All right, that way he could be in 14 movies that year, whenever that comes out. Dude, this is, you know what's funny? I was like, all right. Did the rock, I'm like, this ruins The Rock's career, right? And I started thinking, shit. does The Rock even really have a career? Oh, fucking A, he does. You yeah, see, I'd I don't think he, he does. He's got a huge career. I would career. say he has a career, but to me, not that good. He just makes anything he's asked to do, and he's not. he doesn't actually have but to act or, or assume a character. It's so weird, though, because, man, it's like everything he's attached to makes stupid fucking money. And it's hard to make the argument of him of just saying... Yeah, dude, well, he's on just, like, some kind of fucking gravy train, and he just lucks out with his roles. Dude, they put him in stuff that's, like, not even an established property, and it makes fucking bank. He's got an audience, man. You know well, what I the, mean? The guy's name's Brad Payton, right? He's the director of this Rampage movie. And I'm like, well, what else did this guy do? Maybe he did some stuff that I go, he's going to be good. He did a Journey. Oh, I'm going to go backwards. Well, let's see. Started 2010. He did a Cats and Dogs, Revenge of Kitty Galore. I was like, all right. What yeah, is that? A, yeah, it's a sequel to a, to a kid's movie. He did so good with that, though, that they were so impressed that they were like, you should do Journey 2. I never seen Journey One. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Correct. But he did Journey Two, and that starred The Rock. All right, and? such a great fucking actor <laughs> that makes all these amazing movies and has such star power that you don't even know, never even heard of Journey Two. Came out in 2012. You think you would have heard of that? But it's, oh, that it was, was that. Oh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Okay. Yeah, it says, all right. Uh, all right. Mysterious all right. Island. I'm, um. Yeah. Okay. I know what that is now. And, that, and The Rock never was heard in of that. that. He did San uh, San Andreas. That was 2015. Yeah, That's, I know what that movie is, that too. Is. Was that, that movie, I didn't see it, but it did well. It's, I mean, it starred The Rock. Yeah. Like, wow, this guy, yeah. him and The Rock, man. What are they? They fucking they attached it to him. And then he did uh, 2016's Frontier TV series. He did two episodes, and what? none of the episodes I saw were good. So, <laughs> surprise on that one. With the, I guess the Momoa guy was in that. Yeah, yeah it was okay. horrible, though. He cheated on The Rock a little bit. But then he did San Andreas 2, which <laughs> I never remember even that coming out. That just happened to start a rock also, man. All right, we're doing good with this guy. Then he also did, uh, he's going to do, a Journey 3. No, they don't need to do that. From the Earth to the Moon. And that's going to star The Rock. God. And then he's going to be doing Rampage, which is also going to star The Rock. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, all right, this dude is a shit director. And I'm sorry, The Rock has been watered down to the point of uh, becoming a diamond at this point. Oh, I agree. It's he's the been rock. on everything. And he, he's it's not good. Right. It's just, it's like, it's Once safe you're in roles. everything. Right. Yeah. Then do, are you really giving Wouldn't us on a anything? daddy daycare or one of those? Like as soon as he hit that and it was like the family G shit, oh. I was like, oh, fuck he was that. um starting a movie where he played the tooth fairy, and that oh, was his yeah. comedy. Yeah, that's what Harry said. Yeah, that was his. 
<laughs> now, but I mean, the thing with it is, man, like, I, 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 he's one of these guys I'm indifferent about The Rock. I really couldn't give two fucks. But I mean, you can't deny, man, he gets attached to movies and they do well. Uh, I he's mean, the, he's, he's my yeah, new Will why? Smith. That's the, yeah. the question. Because people are fucking dumb <laughs> and they'll, they'll accept mediocrity. They don't want it to transcend. They just keep feeding him the garbage. He's fucking he's McDonald's got a hey, Wait, wasn't he in Fast and the Furious or whatever yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. other big one? Oh, and, he's going to be in yeah. Baywatch coming out, <laughs> yeah. too. That blockbuster. Fucking Snorefest. I'm sorry. The Rock, that's great that he's getting roles and he's he's generating money, but god damn, at some point, I guess he then never want to be taken serious. I mean, he came from wrestling. Right now, though, if you're going to take <laughs> Batista and The Rock, and then I have to pick who's going to be in the movie, I'd rather see Batista play another role than The Rock. Batista is the shit. Shit, man. Batista played one of the big bads in the uh, last James Bond movie that, that Daniel Craig played in, and he was fucking awesome. It was just cool. Oh, shit, huh? It was just cool to see, like... A guy like that, they, they said, the producers of Bond said, we're looking for a kind of unique villain, something that's kind of like Jaws or Odd Job or something that kind of stands out. Yeah. And they cast Batista, and he was fucking great, man. I mean, he oh. beat the shit out of James Bond, beat his ass because he's a big dude, you know? Whoop that motherfucker. Well, the people get tired of Rock. I'm just usually cutting edge. Like, I get tired of something first, and believe me, the Rock is now. Well, God he's got damn. his following, you know what I mean? Whatever. I, it's kind of weird. There's only, I have to say that that Baywatch trailer, there's only been one fucking trailer worse than that trailer. And that was that. No, Chips. Oh. Oh, oh God. Geez. That dog shit. That oh. movie, that movie bombed in like a week. Like it was out in the theater and like they were like, yeah, okay, we're sorry. And they yanked it. Thank this Baywatch God. movie I think will do good. I mean, it'll, it'll make some money. I don't think it's going to make retarded money. Well, dude. Chips was the motorcycle movie with a. Uh, a lot with, of motorcycles. Uh, they got uh, in the. It was uh, uh, Dax Shepard played the, and, and they got the Spanish guy Michael Pena to play uh, Poncharelli. Oh, that looks fucking. Uh, it yeah. was. Uh, it, it came and went. They they pulled it out. They they did the fucking movie, and like a week later, it was out. Yeah, speaking, like it was out of the yeah. theater. Speaking of that, King Arthur comes out this week. Legend uh, of the Sword. Yeah, that's what I thought too, especially from watching the trailer. I yeah, fucking love fuck? Guy Ritchie, man. Why would he that's do what I was about this, to say. man? I mean, I'm like, who directed this piece of shit? And I'm like, Guy, Guy Ritchie. Ritchie. I'm like, what the fuck? Everybody the, thought it was a piece of shit. Yeah, no lie. <laughs> they couldn't even make a good trailer out of this. Oh, that's like the telltale. If you don't have a good trailer. How could you not make it? Oh. They made a good enough trailer from uh, Transformers oh, for JB to want to go right? see it. Like, God damn. I mean, yeah. even Wonder Woman would trick you for a second and thinking it might be halfway decent. But yes. goddamn King Arthur, I'm yeah. like, you really needed a great trailer. Scott and it's not there. Here's a list of movie characters that they don't have to make movies for anymore. King Arthur. Peter Pan, Robin fucking Hood, those, those characters, they, they, look, they've done gajillion <laughs> movies. Some of them are awesome. Some of them are complete dog you're shit. never going to do better than Men in but Tights. They, yeah. Oh, God. The King right? Arthur movie, you're never going to do any better than, Ex than Excalibur. That's a fucking I mean, sword in the stone. That's a dumb story anyway. <laughs> King Arthur. Whatever, like, give me a fucking break. I'm, I, don't even, I don't need to ever see a knight ever again. Yeah, I mean, Robin I Hood. How many times have I they don't. done that movie? I don't need to see Robin Hood ever again. Well, this is a modern take on Robin Hood. Like, Who why? gives it's a... Call him Arrow. Oh, man. Oh. Jesus. 
They just made out on Rich right off the bat. Like yeah, disappointing though. Guy Ritchie, like that's unfortunate. Unless this movie, like I'm not gonna go to the theater and see it. The next one I'm gonna go see is definitely Alien Covenant. Just oh yeah, I, oh yeah, I, I like that. When we were talking about it earlier, my only thought of that I like Prometheus, but I don't, I don't care about this lineage or I don't that, I, that I don't none care. of that. I guess because I'm not involved <laughs> enough. Maybe if I was, I'd get more upset about this kind of stuff. I look at Prometheus as a, as a standalone film. I don't care what came before. To me, it's a totally different type of movie than Alien. Alien, to me, was sci-fi horror. Prometheus was more sci-fi action, you know, to, to me. So it's a totally different category of movie. In this next one, though, if they take Prometheus and marry it to Alien and kind of get the best of both worlds... We could be looking at a really cool fucking movie, but I think it's gonna be cool. Their visual uh, style and the storyline to me is good enough and interesting. And I'm like, I, I kind of want to see it. And the trailers haven't given me too much oh, to yeah. where I feel like I watched the whole movie. I'm kind of interested in it. That and it's probably gonna be bad, bad fucking Fuck. bad yes. fucking yes. theaters. Yeah, you uh, know that's one of those that like uh, the, and yeah, you got to the see screen. That. Yeah. Like, Allie, the, you down to go see that one? I mean, yeah, I don't really have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see Alien Covenant, another one that's big on the list for me, and a trailer comes out for it tomorrow. It's going to be a Blade Runner 2049. I definitely want to see that. That looks awesome, too. They had a new trailer. New trailer comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Something just came out. Was it a teaser trailer or whatever? Well, now you have a trailer for the trailer. (laughs) And then sometimes you have to watch a trailer as the commercial (laughs) before you watch the trailer. It's pretty impressive. I saw the the trailer for this new movie that's coming out, and it looks really funny the, they i saw the um i saw the the regular like bullshit trailer but the red band trailer for it is awesome it's called um the hitman's bodyguard it's got ryan reynolds and samuel l jackson in it i saw that the red band trailer is hilarious like really funny dirty i mean it's motherfucker all over the place um that movie, I mean, you you look at these things now and it's like, okay, we're going to show you the trailer for The Hitman's Bodyguard. Well, they give you like a five-second thing. It's like, okay, here's the trailer to The Hitman's Bodyguard. And like they spoil one of the best like teaser scenes in the teaser for the trailer. I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? Just play the goddamn trailer and, you know, I mean, you know, now it's like tomorrow here is a preview of the trailer of of Captain America Civil War. Dude, look, the fucking trailer comes out Monday. Wait for it. Yeah, right. I mean, there's no need to hype this shit. I mean, people want to see this stuff. Yeah, so that's the latest thing now. Now we have trailers of trailers. Who knows? Now we'll probably have, like, pre-credit scenes. We have post-credit scenes. The the part that's fucked up to me is y'all giving the... Well, not y'all, they, but you're using it. The trailers now have names. Like, here's the teaser trailer and the red band trailer and this trailer. I'm just like, (laughs) motherfucker. Like, I just... Give me a little, show me the, the the font that you used for the name of the movie, a couple of seconds of it, or like they did uh, with the, shit, I can't never remember it, the two kids in space, the uh, director of... Uh, yeah, Valerian. Yes, yeah. that movie. Do like that. You made a music video out of it. I'm like, thank you. It's an incredible song, great visuals. I want to see more of it. But I think trailers can be can be very effective. I mean, and I think that there's a lot of great ones. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was a great trailer. It was really funny. The one that they did, the little baby Groot with trying to, you know, distinguish which button to press with the bomb. Like, I saw that. It was great. I didn't think it really gave anything away. And it's like I told you guys earlier in the show, 
after seeing that trailer, there was still a lot of things in that movie that completely caught me by it surprise. It was kind of fun watching it, too, because you were familiar with it. So when it's happening, you're kind of like, oh, I already saw this. And it it's eases kind you of in. Yeah. Lucasfilm does a very good job with the Star Wars trailers. I think they do a good job. They don't really, they give you enough to get you excited, but there's not really a lot of stuff that really gives anything away. Speaking about getting people excited, that's why I picked this next story that we got. Woman spots her car, <laughs> it was stolen. So she got in another car, apparently, and helped the police chase the stolen car down. Dude, that's so awesome. I, this story is very small. It's like three paragraphs. They don't give you very much detail at all. This happened guess, locally, or is this a national story? This is, uh, I think, in Baton Rouge. No shit. The ladies, I guess, driving around in another car. They don't really say. They don't give it. It's fucking horrible reporting. These people can't even string together a fucking paragraph on the situation. But woman spots her stolen car, chases it with police. They got to make a big fucking headline. It's like clickbait. But if you go to it, and it's an interesting story. She sees her car. She goes, that motherfucker's my car, and it's stolen. She chases the car down with the police. They start shooting at her. They're, like, shooting out the back window at her. She responds. She's got a, a bigger gun than they do, and there she's shooting at it. And then she realizes, oh, fuck, this is my car I'm shooting at. Like, now I'm going to get it back, but it's full of holes. I done shot at my own car. And then the police swerve. The police are going by, and he's trying to get that, and they're telling her to back off. And then they, there's a big cliff in Baton Rouge, and the first car, the stolen car with the criminals in it, go off the cliff. They fly off. They skin him. They can't hold on to him. They put in their seatbelt on him. Fly off the cliff. Like tootsies. Everybody else comes to a stop. They're sitting out there. Some birds fly by. <laughs> they realize that they're not birds. They're elephants. Giant elephants come flying by. And this all happened at Baton Rouge. <laughs> and they send the they send the planes in, patrol the area, and the helicopter comes to to retrieve the bodies of the criminals out of the out of the water. The Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> was that? Wait, hold on. Was the cop crazy? Was that? <laughs> Poor motherfucker. <laughs> You'd have to be crazy to be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, good story, man. I knew you would enjoy it. Oh, that. God. I saw that and I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, crazy. Dude, we, oh, also, we also have another story, man. They really, he's already got the audio for it. And Jay Otaka went down, man. He went out to Bourbon Street. He was out there. He was dancing with a, like a, a whole bunch of these black girls, man. <laughs> they must have flipped themselves. He was out there. He was shaking his ass. He was having a good time. He was sipping on some Coronas, pre-gaming for Cinco de Mayo. He climbed up some big tall steps. The music was getting lower as he was climbing up, getting farther and farther away. And then he was like, "Fuck it, I can fly." <laughs> Jesus, dude. They had to check his heart rate. <laughs> know if his heart hey, was still beating. They're like, man, is, is he still alive? No, no. You know. <laughs> that was funny. We were playing. <laughs> we're like, man, we'll fuck with Jr. We'll do some clips. He calls early. And I'm like, oh shit, that kind of fucks that old bit up. Yeah, I'm glad you're doing good. Both of you. You and your Lima version. Yeah. Yeah, man, they don't have enough clips of you for you to die yet, so. I'm really fast, so. <laughs> I'm glad he's doing better. That was a nice end of the week uh, to see JR was, uh, was doing better. Definitely. All right. 
He's back on, uh, on uh, was it, GTA. What? Yeah. All right, well, man, we've seen a lot of things this week. We've seen the, the statue thing escalated, or, or the news oh, was Jesus. hoping it was escalating. They were trying to escalate it. They had a lot of disinformation trying to make us a, a, a news story, and something happened that was not naturally happening. Unfortunately, the mainstream media and the Democratic Party hasn't quite been able to convince the blacks that they need to get out there and fight for these statues to be taken down or maybe take them down themselves. The whole thing's starting to look like a giant television show. It's, it's so fake. And like we're saying, reality, this, in a movie, something would happen. But this is also fake. And, and they're trying to control people. And you see people, I think, are just getting burnt out from it. And it's both sides of being out there. If you're out there, that means you're heavily invested into one side or another, and they're both being lied to, in my opinion. They're both being manipulated by their respective, uh, you know, people who send them the propaganda down. And I'm so proud of people that today, it was all bullshit. All it was is to get media coverage. Now they're threatening attacks that are not going to happen, mm. never planned to, so that they can rile the other side up to go out there and protest and then... They do it vice versa. This whole thing is just people control and society manipulation. And I I think maybe people are waking up or I doubt it. Something big Uh, will happen. What they'll do is they'll escalate this thing to where you're forced to pick a side, just like the election. They're going to keep escalating. And you're one one spark away from igniting that gasoline that they've been fanning and preparing for the, the great explosion. But... Hopefully people are so fucking entertained by these amazing movies and podcasts and shows like PPV Guys and Scary Thoughts and Not Real Radio that they don't really care about going to really protest anything. <laughs> Just stay home and I, be I entertained, people. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Jazz Fest is still going strong. Mm-hmm. They had some, some rainy days. Cheese ended up having to go, which I can't wait to find out tomorrow night at a big WNCW event. Crowded places. People like to go in a crowded place. Allie doesn't. Oh, it's my nightmare. <laughs> it's literally my nightmare. Yeah, I told my little brother that. I said, "Look, and he 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 was asking me. He asked a general question on Facebook. He said, you know, I need to know two things. If you're out at jazz fest, first of all, is it sloppy? And second of all, does it smell like horse shit? And I said, well, I can answer that question for you. It rains, so it's always fucking sloppy out there." And the second thing is, is that, yeah, I mean, it smells not only like horse shit, it smells like the fucking Marinia swamp and a carnival, you know? And he's like, oh, man, you're nothing but a hater. I said, look, if you want some fucking fat girl that sings all about that bass deliver you jazz and heritage, more fucking power to you, dude. Yeah, go out there. More fucking power to you. So yeah, I just don't like crowded places. Yeah. <laughs> I have to watch it. I have to watch and give me shelter. I understand why. Right? Not that... That this is going to be anything it's like scary. that. Yeah, it's, it's not scary, scary to me. I don't it's just trust disgusting. Other hu- <laughs> I don't trust other human beings to be intelligent enough not to fucking end up hurting me. You know what I'm saying? Like, end up getting in a frenzy or I get pushed by some fucking idiot. I or look at the get trampled. Like, I don't trust the herd of people. No, it's it's not those people at all. I look at the footage of it and I'm like, this is just a bunch of yuppies who can afford tickets to this and think it makes them cool if they go. Like, there's one thing. Look. There's a lot of races out there, and a lot of them are very well-known for stealing shit. But white people are fucking guilty of anything else of stealing and trying and, and cultural appropriation of other people's culture, and they pay for it. The amount of money it costs to go to Jazz Fest, it's become like this goofy, white, yuppie, elitist 
garbage. Like, I look at that. There's nobody getting culture, especially no fucking jazz and heritage. Like, it's bullshit. This is a bunch of fucking out-of-town rich white people and a bunch of people around here who live in the suburbs that think that if they go to these New Orleans uh, fucking put on events, it makes them some kind of New Orleanian or cool or something. It's like, you're just a bunch of fucking goofy yuppies wearing fucking pastel colors and khaki shorts and no socks on you funky bastards in the sweaty nasty fucking hey. thing thinking they're they're special because they're at this event that means something just because it's been marketed well does like, it really mean something though? it does to them it's an elitist thing you went to jazz fest you accomplished something but if it makes money for people and it helps music just continue on, that's great. Yeah, but it doesn't bother me as long as I don't have to see it or be around it, which I don't. Luckily, it's all the way over there. I would have rather have gone to Insane Clown Posse and I'd rather go see the Rolling Stones at a, at a racetrack <laughs> than go to a Jazz Fest. I, I don't know. It just doesn't look... It, it just so you wanted like to see... That. Rolling Stones at Jazz Fest. No. <laughs> Only if there was no barricades and fucking the Hell's Angels. I would definitely, <laughs> I'd go to fucking that shit, Brian. I want to mention that if you don't want to go somewhere that's going to be really crowded, next Friday, <laughs> <laughs> out with Allie! Yeah! I'm having yeah. a mini nightmare. Yeah, 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 yeah! Oh, yeah! All right! Yeah! Friday, May 12th at 9 p.m. At the Howlin' Wolf, New Orleans. Kane Resurrection. Friend Shrimp. And the Deaf Clones. So, basically, Dodie's new Deaf Tones tribute band called the Deaf Clones is going to open at about 9 o'clock. Get the fuck and, out of um, here. <laughs> this says it's going to be in the porch. A new addition to the Howlin' Wolf. I was thinking it was going to be in the main room. I don't <laughs> like, know oh what the God, porch is. Like, oh, God, then we got Port the is deck, now we got Hollowell the porch. Oh, this is my thing. I kind of want to go. I feel like we get to see Dodie's new Deaf Clone, and then we get to see Kane Resurrection, and there's a band called Friend Shrimp. What is that? You know what I mean? I'm intrigued. And um, it says that this is hosted by Unmasked Menace. I, don't I think know I'd rather is. stay home and work so on my I tapes. I think that's somebody like booking shows now called Unmasked Menace. 13 tapes. So that's pretty <laughs> mysterious too. You don't think? One, one now. <laughs> All right, so I had a bad idea again. Look, yeah, that's there's horrible. nothing else going on that I hate weekend. the fucking Halloween. I, I don't like it. Why? I just don't like it. It always. Dude, I was I thinking we could just Uber you. there, so you don't have to worry about. I don't about, like, fucking want to Uber. I don't like I other like people it driving every now me and around. Then, so we don't have to drive. Why is that a problem? You don't never drive. Oh. We, I said we. But we. What do you work the pedals? <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucking look out because you fucking just driving around look crazy, out. making sure shit's happening. Like I'm watching to make sure we're hey. doing the right shit. Once again, if you ain't driving, I don't hear no complaints. Well, I'm just saying to you. I'll be down to buy you sleeping with the fucking stuffed black coyote. <laughs> Snarling. Oh, that would be pretty much bah. it. I always think that when you got bands like from Metairie area and they want to go play out there, you're playing for people who go out out there. Like, I don't need to travel to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's a whole nother uh, market, yeah, right? Yeah, don't you yeah. want to get out of Metairie so you well, can go play in front of different people and yeah, play in New Orleans? Yeah, but there's nothing else going I'm on I'm not a weekend. tourist. My if you dad, love the my band, My dad though, told me I couldn't spend money in New Orleans anymore. <laughs> But, I mean, if you love the band and you want to support them and they're like your fucking people, I mean, look, I, I like watching you guys. When I'm available to do it, and if you told me, hey, look, I'm playing at fucking Holland Wolf, I, I totally go to that show. I think That's certain, us, though. I think, certain, <laughs> I think certain bands and certain people... Fuck you, old man. <laughs> ...kind of trump 
uh, where the venue but. is unless it's Twist Alarm, which we're not going to go. But yeah. since it's at fucking Holland Wolf, I thought, well, damn, uh, the worse. last two times they played, <laughs> we didn't go. I would like to go. And like I said, they're playing with Friend Shrimp. I'm a friend of shrimp. I love shrimp. So a band about shrimp being your friend can't be bad. And fucking okay. Def Clone. <laughs> friend Shrimp. Are you sold? The Unmasked Menace on the porch. That's it. I wonder what the porch could be. I don't know where they have room for that. I, don't I mean, know. they have the den. I thought maybe it was there. Maybe it is the den. No, it's just, not. No, it says a new. No, it said it specifically uh, said uh, a new addition. The den's been there a few years, which I'm glad it's not the den because the sound is horrible in there. It's just like concrete walls. And just the whole timing of it just seems weird to me. Oh uh, yeah, what like a couple, what do you mean timing? Not even a month. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. they have a porch and and Bagnetto uh, has a deck. Yeah, but I think vice versa. Whatever. I don't know. I, mean, I don't care. I'm not I don't know. I just, it, it, I'm hoping that by porch, they don't mean that it's like outdoors. I mean, unless the weather's nice, of course. But like, Dude, can we be called the monkeys and play on the porch coming oh, up? Let's no, change our name no, from the zombies no. eating sheep you to the monkeys. There's already been a monkey. We'll be a monkeys cover band. We'll use a Y instead of an E. Yeah, tree daff on the porch. Tree daff on the porch. Huh? That'd be awesome. It says special $5 cover. I don't know what that means, but it's pretty special. Well, it could be 10 yeah, it's a special. I don't know, dude. I'd like to go. I think it would be an adventure. It'd be venturing out. I haven't been to Holland Wolf since like fucking. There's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> me and uh, me and your boy played there. Me and Rishu played there. Oh wow. That's a that's another place. It's I mean it's a cool venue, but I think the issue with that is man, it's just the parking situation. Right, Fuck. which is why taking Uber solved. And then, other than that, they have a parking garage right like down Uber. the street. Like, I'm sorry. They I don't want some gar- fucking weirdo to come pick me up to drive me They have there. a garage. If you insist on driving, what you would have paid for an Uber, you just pay for parking. There you go. And then that's just untrue don't get because drunk. Don't that's get drunk. Oh, you're wrong. No, that's not wrong. I fucking just went there. Allie, how much, how much does that Uber ride cost? Just out of curiosity. Probably $17. Yeah, I mean, $17. seventeen dollars both ways. I mean, you're talking about a $34 fucking cab ride. $30. Well, then you just go, then you pay $20 to park. There you go. You save $14 bucks right there. Special $5 cover. You only spend $25. There you go. The the $2 charge is the, the ride there. The $30 is not to be a fucking cunt. <laughs> Right, Pickle? <laughs> I'm just saying, though, dude, it might be an adventure. We don't have to go. Fuck it. I put interested. I didn't oh, click going. Fucking oh, Christ. You still talking about this? Oh, yeah, I dozed off for five minutes. I was hoping it was I over. I dozed off the whole time. You were talking about uninteresting shit. Right. So I finally say something and you tell oh, me that my bullshit. God. Next oh, week, Apple Harry Horner will be Bitch. on for the mother of all shows. Thank you, Mr. Chris Diary and JB from PPV Guys and the Ginger for calling in. Happy birthday, Jared. Glad that Tackett's doing well. Next week, the mother of oh, all shows. shows. Right, we're going to call our moms with the helpful one, Mr. Harry. A lot of things to talk about. Thank you for listening. Please give the five-star general his five stars, five five stars, stars, five stars or stars, the two five that stars, he deserves. Stars. I don't give a fuck what you give us. I give up by now. <laughs> Just doing this out of pure self-pain. Girls night out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's me. Uh, you know what you could do for us? Click subscribe. It's not that difficult. Maybe next week I got a game. Well, the following week since you're producing next show. <laughs> I got a game that says to see how long it takes the listeners to click subscribe. I'm kind of curious. Maybe we'll play a song. We'll give them a challenge. See if they All can right. subscribe before the song like is that. up. Nice. It's a weird way to get people to subscribe to you that don't really want Whatever to. Whatever it takes. And hopefully next week Ali approves of anything we do. This has been <laughs> Not Real Radio. Just you.
67. Till next week, keep it not real. <laughs>